Hey, Action Shelf listeners, before we jump into the show itself, we want to tell you about how you can get even more action in your life. Mm. <laughs> that appeals to more you. Action, more action, you more say, More action, John. you say, yes. If you go over to our Podbean patron page, that's patron.podbean.com slash punchup, you can listen to Lisman and I watch, what's this? Good action movies. Good action movies, you say? That's right, a change of pace. We thought behind the paywall, let's give people something of quality. So And give us something of quality. I know, it's such know? a pleasure to do that. So twice a month, you and I will be doing commentary tracks that you can download for uh, yes. good action movies, all kinds of awesome mm. stuff from a lot of our heroes like John Woo. And uh, we've done stuff from the John Wick franchise and Sylvester Stallone, mm -hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, all the guys we never get to talk about on here. Yeah, so you, stuff we legitimately love and uh, love to share with with you you all. Um, yeah, yeah. So you can listen to that uh, as as well as other cool exclusive content from the Punch Up Entertainment Network shows. Uh, once again, the address for that is patron.podbean.com/slash/punchup. And now into the action. The action show. Welcome to the Action Shelf. The podcast celebrates the glory of B action movies. I'm John Campbell. I'm Michael Lisman. Oh, Lisman! WWE month rolls along. Yeah, brother. Oh yeah, that's right. Wow. We're getting we're getting yeah. it in here. And I will say, we're continuing a whole month here uh, of mm -hmm. movies produced by WWE Studios. I have not seen the second two movies we're doing. I yes. don't think we're going to see a better movie this month than this. I, I doubt it. We're we're starting off. I mean, the Marine was fun. Yeah. Uh, we're we're starting off with these two films. Very. I mean, it's very fun. It's been a very fun month so far, and yeah, I yeah. know that it gets so much worse after this point. Because I mean, it does, but we... it doesn't take that much longer in the WWE film history before they stop getting released in theaters. Yeah, we. Um, the, one of the interesting an things for this month is all of the movies we're talking about are theatrical releases from WWE. Okay. So okay. We're, okay. We, we are not going into... We've we've already done some of the straight-to-video ones, and we will continue to do more. We have. I think. But, uh, but yeah, this, this week we're talking about 2004's Walking Tall. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, this is pretty good. I mean, like, it's... It's rote... It's generic, yeah, but it's pretty solid. It is, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I had seen this before. I think we both said we remembered kind of liking this, and I'm and I left this going. Well, I still kind of like it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's kind of like what you said before we started recording, but it's like we're actually watching a movie, like a real movie on the podcast. It, it is aggressively movie, and I was going to say, like, this might be the best movie we watch all year. I don't know. Uh, but, like, it yeah, just... We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. I, 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 I hope we can see something better, but it is just mm -hmm. like, this is just, at all levels, you're going like, 
well, this is pretty passable. Hey, this is mm-hmm. yeah. This feels like something. You know, you walk out of this and go like, well, that was something. Everybody in it is pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. I do think in comparison to the Marine, it's way better shot. It's so it's such. It's, yes. As crazy as this movie is, after the Marine, this movie seems so calm. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like it takes time to actually establish relationships. Which is interesting because it's shorter yeah. than the Marine. It's only eighty-six minutes long. It's a short. The, the difference short movie. is that there's not a slog in the middle of the movie where it's people walking through a swamp for twenty yeah. minutes and making the worst jokes you could possibly i I gotta say this uses its 86 minutes pretty effectively Um, yes like it 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 moves at a nice clip and a lot of the movie is an action i would say more of the marine is quote unquote action yes like the inciting incident happens sooner in the marine and so there's technically action in a longer period of that movie but this movie feels more propulsive because it's it, it is varying up what's happening in the script from scene to scene. It is it's not just the same thing it's over more, and over. It's again. more tonally consistent. There is humor here. A couple beats don't work for me. For the most part, I actually don't think the humor is that bad in this. Yeah, I, well, it helps that the Rock, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, was immediately like on screen charismatic. Like, oh my god! Im- like immediately. Because that's the thing about uh, we know Cena gets there. But Cena, yes. some of that is the script, though, too. Like, yes, because they didn't give him a chance to shine as an this, actor. He's Whereas playing the, a real the Rock guy. Rock has a this. lot of great moments in this movie. He does, and I think you've got Knoxville, who's funny. Um, yes, Knoxville's good in this. I so when I saw that Knoxville was going to be the comedic best friend, I got traumatic flashbacks to um, Simon Says. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm like, oh god, no, not again! Don't do this to me again. Uh, but Knoxville was great. He was he was very funny, but no. he also like balanced it with with like some real heart, well, that's which the, I wasn't expecting at all. That's the thing, right? Is Knoxville is an actor and Dane Cook isn't? Because I don't know if you've seen any yes. reboot on Hulu, which is the show that no. Knoxville's on right now, and he's great mm-hmm. in it. And it's comedy. I haven't heard good things. About it's a show. great, great show. I highly recommend reboot, but. He's really good mm-hmm. in it, and there's a lot of drama for him to play in it, too. Mm-hmm. I think Knoxville mm-hmm. actually is a good actor. And, mm-hmm. yeah, Dane Cook couldn't... I don't think he could have done this part. I don't think he has Absolutely the skill not. set for this part, which is really interesting. No. I also remember him being good in the Arnold movie, The Last Stand. Mm. Knoxville's also in that. Um, but, yeah, across the board, and then making a big difference as well, uh, I mean... Uh, Neil McDonough, who I love, plays the bad guy mm-hmm. here. I love Neil McDonough. Uh, we had a mm-hmm. we had Robert Patrick, who's great, but everything yes. in this movie, it's insane. There's some insane stuff in this movie, but everything feels, especially in comparison to the Marine, so plausible, mm-hmm. so grounded. <laughs> like you're going like, yes. oh, these bad guys feel like they could exist. Yes. They're not complete They're not- cartoons. <laughs> They're not uh, shooting rocket launchers in the middle of downtown. Well, that's uh, the other thing is cop cars and helicopters. The action gets pretty wild, but it never leaves that where you're going like uh, fire doesn't affect people. You know, it's sort of like it's mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like I said, it's it's it it speaks to the level of movies you watch on this show. That this like total middle of the road in the words of blank check. <laughs> I think this is completely a Gentleman Six. This movie is yes, textbook ex- exactly. Gentleman Six, but that's an yes. action shelf ten. 
Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Not it doesn't it doesn't reach the heights of say Code of Silence, but you know, no, I, no, but it's I'm it's it's convinced in that nothing realm. will on this podcast. No, honestly. Code of Silence uh, is really shockingly good. Yeah, but it's it's in yeah. that realm. It's in that probably it's yes. in that that echelon of maybe almost ten movies we've watched over the course of the show that are like, mm-hmm. oh, I would watch this again. Yes, uh, I would definitely watch it again. It was a lot of fun, and uh, I think so- I. Didn't look away at any point. I was constantly engaged. Um, yeah. Again, these are the lowest, the <laughs> lowest metrics I, you can give. A movie you're literally, we're literally going. I paid attention. I followed <laughs> things. <laughs> I, I felt anything besides yeah. apathy. I, I, yeah. It's not like I was like really emotionally wrapped up, but I was like, oh, I generally care about all these characters. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. For 86 minutes. I don't know that the two-hour version of this would have been good, but... Oh, uh, God, no. It would have no, really had to really add a lot. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah. I think a lot of that goes to this director, Kevin Bray, who is mm. uh, a, a really working professional, mostly TV director, but directs a mm. lot of great shows. Yeah. Um, I was shocked. Now he directs on Succession, which I think is about as good a piece of television as exists right now. Um, right, exactly. You know, and he directed on the Steve Carell's most recent show, The Patient, Loot, which is Maya Rudolph's new show, which is great. He was one of the, he directed a bunch of blackish, um, the American suits, white collar, lots of stuff. I mean, really. Uh, uh, and just before this, he had done a movie called All About the Benjamins, which is a Ice Cube mm-hmm. action comedy that I remember being like totally decent, kind of in the same mm-hmm. vein. Oh, he directed some Veronica Mars, which is one of my favorite shows ever. So. You know, cool. and I, but like, I'm just going like, this is the total opposite of the directing approach to the last week's movie, The Marine, where this yeah. is not super flashy. There are moments no. where, uh, where they get to do stuff, but even the flashier moments are all making sense. And mm-hmm. I think actually do the, the, we'll talk about that, that see the above the over the head shot sequence where they're busting all the drug dealers. That was yes. legit cool. It felt, yeah, again, that's where I was like, okay, this is a real movie we're watching. This is something that I would have seen on a screen in a theater. You like, know what I mean? Once again, uh, we're, we're lowering the bar so much, but I it know. is sort of a thing where I'm just going like, <laughs> dude, like I, I, I get the sense this guy put thought into why is the camera yes. here? <laughs> yes. It's, it's not just a static shot of somebody talking. I mean, there are those, but like yeah. there is some playfulness with with the cinematography. Absolutely, they're they're having they're making a meal out of it. They're having fun with 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 the cinematography and, and the editing. And, and like we said, everything. he gets good performances out of pretty much everybody mm-hmm. here. Um, yeah. I, I don't I don't really think there's anybody that I that I think is bad in this movie. There are people who are better yeah. than others, but I think everybody mm-hmm. is base level good in this, which is a real yeah. rarity on this show. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh, and then. This has a number. This is one of those things where I'm going. There are four credited writers on this thing, because um, there's the, the. This is of course a remake of the 1970. Well, a, let's say a loose remake of the 1970s movie. <laughs> Very loose, yeah. Very loose, but for, there are four credited screenwriters for this version. Mm-hmm. David Class, Channing Gibson, uh, David Levine, and Brian Koppelman, and those last two are a duo. And then the other two. Okay. So, um, but these guys are all industry veterans, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you do get that. It has that polish of 
like, oh yeah, this is doing the studio stuff. This feels like it's written by guys who know how to write like a studio thriller. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you look at their careers and they have done that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Good and on you. How long in the WWE cinematic canon? This has, is, it, this is how, how long into the, into it does MGM continue to support <laughs> uh, these releases? Cause that's the last good. two movie, this one and the last one is like, oh yeah, right, MGM. That explains yeah. the money that's yeah. in this. Uh, yeah. Well, so they, they go to Fox eventually, which is I think okay. they'll they'll bounce around a little bit because mm-hmm. they made okay. the Scorpion King with Universal because that was connected to mm-hmm. Universal's Mummy franchise, obviously, right? Yes. Uh, yes. And then uh, then you've got this and the Marine, which come on oh four. This is oh four. Marine was oh six. Next week's movie will be over at Lionsgate, which is very, okay. and that will be, uh, let's see, yeah, that that will be that'll be kind of the last before they end up at Fox, and, and then Fox will take them into, um, uh, straight to video stuff eventually. Okay, gotcha. So, uh, there's a weird little period here because it's O two is the first. That's the first movie made as WWE films. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it's uh, from 02 to 2009 is when the first straight to video. Well, no, sorry. 08 is when the first straight to video comes in. But after 09, it's all straight to video. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, right up until they did sneak back into theaters with a movie called Fighting With My Family that I actually highly recommend. Um, which is a movie about uh, a wrestling family. It's based on a memoir. It's based on a true story about a family of okay. wrestlers uh, that actually Stephen Merchant wrote and directed. Oh, cool. And Florence Pugh and Nick Frost and Vince Vaughn are in it. It's actually a good movie. What? But it's about... Jesus. It's Yeah, it's set in the world of the WWE. So I think it's sort of a thing where they had to get them to back it so they could... Do, and The Rock is in it and produced it. I don't think it's cool. a thing that was like motivated by them right exactly uh, uh but still it's somebody it's, came to them with the film yeah and they're like here's a story revolving around it do you want to get involved in this because it is like mm-hmm. a nice family drama about about the world of wrestling and i do really there's a lot of interesting stuff about wrestling i also love darren aronofsky's the wrestler with mickey rourke and there's a show mm-hmm. right now uh called heels that is about a family uh like small town local wrestling that's uh mm-hmm. that's really good um so yeah this so th- this is into this is probably the biggest success they have and i do think listen i think i have the budget here i oh. do oh, okay. and i will i will say this i want you to guess the budget and i will give you this one hint i think i'm almost certain this is the biggest budget we've ever had for an action shelf movie oh okay. keep in mind okay. for an action shelf movie for an action shelf movie uh, I'm going to say twenty million dollars. Oh wow, forty six. Forty six. Forty six. That's gigantic for an action That's shelf. Ma- I I I couldn't. I was like, oh, I, I'll guess twenty five. No, that's too much. Forty six uh, million dollars. Crazy. That's yeah. crazy. That is crazy. I mean, the movie does look good. It does oh, look the, really good. The, what it buys you, th- this movie actually speaks to something. This kind of movie does not exist in the studio system anymore. The like 40 no. to 50 million dollar action thriller. 
And those yeah. are the movies I grew up loving. So I'm kind of bummed. In some ways, I think maybe that's why I had such a fun time with this, where I'm just going like, oh, here's a movie that isn't really effects-based and is more mm-hmm. about people and a little bit more grounded in its action. And I'm going, oh, yeah, because I, I used to love, particularly I found in the pandemic, I've gone back to the, the nostalgic comfort of the 90s thriller so those are like mm-hmm. your John Grisham adaptations and stuff like that. And I just go <laughs> yeah, like, it's yeah. such a warm blanket to me of like something that's primarily set in a courtroom or something about a cop hunting a serial killer or something like that. Mm-hmm, where you're going like, mm-hmm. these just don't fucking exist. Well, they do. They're TV shows now. They're, they're TV shows. Uh, what about old man uh, vengeance movies? You know, <laughs> yeah, like, those, are, those are good, too. That's. Yeah. The, the, you know, those are sort of within that uh, price range. I as do. Far as, I like, do feel like today the thing movies. today is your Le- Liam Neeson can still get one of those made. Gerard Butler can still get one of those made. I know we're both looking forward <laughs> to playing later this year. Oh, can't cannot wait! I <laughs> I laughed out loud when I saw the title of that movie. <laughs> it is uh, one of those things the where it's like, what do we call it? I don't know. Let's just call the script plain. We'll change it, and it's like you're putting it out. Is that? Somebody was like, can you believe that nobody has ever named a movie Plane before? Uh, it's like, yes, we can believe that. The movie it's looks a terrible pretty, name. The movie looks good. The name is terrible. Uh, yes. It, it looks yeah. totally fun. It but... looks like it looks like a high-budget uh, action shelf movie, yeah. which, uh, I mean, obviously has both of us excited. So. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, uh, yeah. But this that movie... Cocaine Bear. Oh, God, Cocaine Bear looks amazing i cannot wait for that yes. movie one yeah. of my most if, anticipated if you have not movies. seen the trailer do yourself a favor and look it up it's i mean that my my only worry about the movie is can it possibly live up to that amazing trailer because uh, that is one of the best trailers i've ever seen and is one this of- going to be another uh watchman uh scenario <laughs> uh, that do the watchman trailer is still one of the best things i've ever seen set to oh, yeah. that smashing yes. pumpkin song oh god oh yeah so good uh, this movie, I do think some of the budget also goes to, I knew every song in this movie. Like, I'm like, yeah. oh, I recognize every song. That's something yeah. we don't normally get on an action shelf movie. No, normally it's a band. It's either a band you've never heard of, or it's like a studio, like group being like, we'll put something together. What do you need? A rock and roll song? Sure. Yeah. 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 This though, it's like every out. song you're like, oh yeah. I mean, this thing opens up with Midnight Rider by Greg Allman. Mm. And you're like, oh Ooh, man. So good. And also this thing opens up and the rock is on a boat coming into town. I'm going like, <laughs> Ooh money's on the screen baby okay okay like it starts on a helicopter shot that turns into a shot that comes down onto the rock i'm going like Mm -hmm. i know i this is a a classic rock song it's a good opening shot and Mm. also classic rock song in a classic rock film hey there we go uh (laughs) it's interesting also that i'm going like this is like an early rock vehicle when you're like oh he still hasn't gotten it together i'm like dude the rock not having it together is still pretty fucking good though yeah that's that's <laughs> that's what i was saying it, he it's like he was fully formed as an actor like yeah going into film it's crazy i have go- like there's there's like little thing like little tweaks here and there of his performance that could be heightened sure. but like he's got he's got the charisma he's yeah he's very very likable and he has good chemistry with literally everybody in the movie. He does. So it's it's just you just I, you just want to watch it. Like it's just sort of a thing where, where I was watching this, just going like, oh, this is what a movie star is. 
I'm ju- yes. I just want to watch this guy, and that's how I feel yes. about him always. I am always just going like yes. I ge- I think I can say I gen generally like at the very least almost every movie I've seen of his, just because I'm just like I just like this guy, man. I like watching right. him. Uh, and there is something I don't know. Yeah, there's a there's a charisma that radiates. Uh, the year before this, oh, so this is this is his sort of second. I mean, Scorpion King is his first like leading role, but then he had done the yeah. Rundown before this, which we really we both really enjoy. Uh, rundown great is great. Then this. Uh, then he does something very smart, though. He goes and does a supporting role in Be Cool, which is not a great movie, Ooh. but he's really good in it. He's still one of the things mm-hmm. I remember from that. Doom, the less said about the better, probably. <laughs> uh, the movie we saw in theater. Yeah. Far from his yeah. fault there, though. Or um, or Carl Urban's. I don't think anyone can. Yeah. But then, once again, very smart supporting role in Get Smart. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, once again, he was always pretty good about, oh, God, him and Samuel Jackson and the other guys is one of the funniest things ever. <laughs> so I just. Oh, I see he's in the Hannah Montana movie. I can't <laughs> believe you almost forgot to mention that. Well, I mean, lots of cameos in this run as well. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. his performance, he has a really funny cameo in the Rio 911 movie, too. Yes. Oh, I remember that. That was so good. I, I think one of the, <laughs> the things badass, that, the other badass team that dies immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because oh he pulls so a pin on a grenade and then drops it and accidentally <laughs> kicks it and blows up. Like, oh shit! Oh, hold on. <laughs> so good. It's so good. Oh uh, I think that's another piece of it too. Is he instantly had a sense of humor about himself? He he yes. is the total opposite of your Stallones and Schwarzeneggers in their era. Like I've never gotten the ego off of this guy. No, I think no. that's also a big. Which thing. is, which is why when I heard that there was a beef between him and Vin Diesel, I'm like, it's, it's not The Rock. Well, it's interesting. <laughs> it's no, it's interesting though because people who talk about individually on set, they're both well liked by crews. Yes, but yes. they can't stand each other. Like Vin Diesel so, has an ego yeah. on him for sure, but like yeah. from what I gather, he's not like an asshole to people. But they just talk yeah. about like all of a sudden the temperature drops if the two of them are on set. You're just like, man, <laughs> these guys get along with everybody else except each other. It's I just know. so weird. I just I though I just can't imagine being like, yeah, that Dwayne Johnson. I fucking hate that guy. You know, like <laughs> right, right. Like, exactly. How and why he seems so yeah. nice. Uh, you don't have to like all of his movies, but like no. He's so he's so he seems just so genuine. I don't he know. He really does, and he and the other thing, and and it goes a long way for me is people who cl- like this dude just loves making movies. That's so clear. Mm-hmm. He is doing the mm-hmm. thing he loves most in the world, and that mm-hmm. shines through. And I think yeah. that and that and that's 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 the thing here where we talked about Cena was so hungry for the marine but that it wasn't giving him anything. Here's the thing where you're going like, ooh, material is matching the energy he's bringing. Mm-hmm. Um, now yes, there are exactly. two straight to video sequels to this movie that do not have The Rock, but instead have Kevin mm. Sorbo. <laughs> so you know, so much much crazy. worse. <laughs> uh, but we'll have to talk about those someday. Oh, we will uh, have to, yeah. Walking Tall, The Payback, and Walking Tall, Lone Justice. Um, not which great, ha- not great titles. No, and they have a continuity into themselves, but don't really have any connection to this movie beyond sheriff fights bad right. guys. 
That sounds right. Yeah. Well, and also I did look. But they're up... also based on other true stories. I'm <laughs> I think they're all based loosely on a man named Buford Pusser, uh, yes. who is the real character that this is loosely based on, who was a uh, sheriff uh, of of a county in Tennessee. Uh, okay. And specifically. It is known for his virtual one-man war on moonshining, prostitution, gambling, and other vices on the Mississippi-Tennessee line. He was... The, the, the basic structure of this movie is kind of close to what this guy's story was. He was a guy who got mm -hmm. into office and was just, yeah, I'm not going to take any bribes, and I don't want the mob here anymore. And mm -hmm. did run, basically run the mob out of town. Uh, at the expense of his wife, who was assassinated to get him to stop, unfortunately, which is oh, wow. yeah. I mean, this guy really was like a real life movie action hero. Um, yeah, but you know, it was not. It was not as focused as this, of course, in reality, right? Like it was not just mm -hmm. like one man versus one other man. It was like a coordinated effort over a series of years to mm -hmm. root out organized crime in his area. Yeah, well, that's you know that's basic uh, story crafting. You can't yeah uh, perfectly but, capture the flow of time. And uh, also, Buford yeah. Pusser is not exactly an action hero name. So here we get what? Chris Vaughn. <laughs> so close. <laughs> if you say it fast enough, they sound exactly the Chris same. Vaughn. Yeah, Chris you, Vaughn. You get Chris Vaughn. Uh, here's a question I also have for this period of time and the WWE. Hmm. What? race is this presenting the rock as did you have this same thought as well uh i assumed they were implying he was half half white half black that seems uh, to be the thing and the thing the moment i really clocked it on that is when they go to the casino in the movie and he goes aren't uh casinos normally run by native americans i'm like oh you mean like you oh wait you're not supposed to be an indigenous person in this movie are you Okay. Yeah, no. And it no. is kind of like, which is one of the things I actually love about recently in his career, how much he has put his own background and lineage yes. and, uh, you know, culture into his movies. The end of Hobbs and Shaw is a massive battle on Samoa with traditional Samoan weapons. And it Hell yeah. rules. Uh, so, I mean, that's the thing I do love. Uh, uh, about that and, and you know he did, uh, of course moana was a huge hit for him as doing the voice mm -hmm. and that which he's mm -hmm. a delight in um yes. so I, I do think that but here it is kind of like this is early and they're like mm, indigenous uh, american samoan uh, no you're you're a darker skinned guy so we'll just say you're vaguely biracial and not really go into it we'll just cast we'll cast a white woman as your mother a light-skinned black man as your father and then a biracial actress as your sister and just not right. say anything Yes, exactly. Uh, and I did think like, they, oh, 2004. I mean, that's early 2000s. Like that's yeah, where they're just like, oh, we don't want to think about the complexity of. Because I also think this is probably a time people are like Samoa. Unfortunately, know. a lot of American audiences. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now we have. I mean, it, it, I will actually say, in the last probably five years, the the huge increase in indigenous actors and filmmakers and the stuff mm. I've watched has radically changed a lot of the shows and movies that I see, particularly in yeah. the action genre. We do have guys like Jason Momoa now or Tamora Morrison who plays Boba Fett uh, mm -hmm. uh, Taika Waititi, things like that, where you're going mm -hmm. like, oh wow, this is 
it's just bringing a whole new side to stuff. It's exciting to see. But here, yeah, it's just sort of going like, oh, you're kind of a Vin Diesel. I mean, this is awful, but this is our thing where I'm going like, you're sort of a Vin Diesel shade. Right. Yeah, you're going like it's, it's an amb- you're an ambiguous shade. Well, you can play anything. Like the Fast and the Furious movies, you're going like Vin Diesel and his brother John Cena and their sister Jordana Brewster. People go like, what the fuck is this family? Like, what is the lineage of this family? And there's one line in the most recent movie that talks about just like, oh, the Toretto gene pool's a mess. End of thing. And they're just like, okay, great. Yeah, well, that explains why everyone is a different race in this family. Uh, Thank you so but, much for that. But there's no adoption or anything. They're all biologically nope. related to it. Okay, yeah, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, but great. Nope. Uh, so... So yeah, I did, that was just something I clocked with that one line. I'm like, but that would be something you would care. Okay, never mind. Uh, you don't want me to think about that movie. Got it. So we open this movie. Chris Vaughn is out of the. Do they specify anything beyond military? No. No, he's just he was in some so. branch of the military, which is fine. I'll take that over. 800 times in a film saying a guy is a Marine. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit, he's a Marine. This guy just, he's been at war. Yeah, he's been at, you know, he, he, he did his tour. You know, yeah, this is a movie duty. that does not want us to think about the real world war or anything like that. Uh, I mean, yeah. it almost feels like it's still set in the 70s where it's like, if you told me he was coming back from Vietnam, I'd be like, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it, it totally, yeah, the, it, it completely fits that. Yeah, uh, and he comes back, but the town isn't the same as it used to be. The old yeah. mill is closed. And that's all he thought Not of. Not the old mill. <laughs> he was going to get a job there, John. I do love that thing about, like, what got me through the war? Thinking about working at the mill. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I still remember the, the oaky pine smell. <laughs> this movie has a real love affair with wood. Oh, yeah. It's got wood for wood. It's got you know wood I mean. for wood. <laughs> Absolutely. This is a lumber fetishist dream, man. It <laughs> oh, is yeah. just nothing oh, yeah. other than, oh, good old American pine right here. Uh, mm. you, uh, you, Where was this movie shot, John? Uh, this this movie, movie was made not in America. What? Can you believe it, Lisman? Uh, I cannot believe uh, it. Uh, this movie was shot in Squamish, British Columbia. Yeah. 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 And it's it set it's set like in it. Washington. So now of course as yes. I just said the real story took place in Tennessee. But once again mm-hmm. they're not real. I mean we can ignore past that. It's not trying to do that at sure. all. And thank God cuz I don't need the rock trying to do a southern twang. We don't need the rock doing a southern twang. We don't want to see uh his wife get assassinated, you know. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Once movie. again, if you go back to the original 70s movie, it is still a movie-fied version of it, but it is closer to what the real story was. Yeah. And that could be really interesting. I've never yeah, seen the original. The, the original so. is much more like crime movie than, yes, than an action yeah. film. You know, it it really is. It's it's darker, grittier more mm-hmm. you know more like oh this is what happened once again in yeah. still a very movie-fied manner um right. but uh uh anyway uh although in reality the guy was a professional wrestler before he was a sheriff so that's kind of interesting is that true yeah buford pusser was a wrestler before he went into law enforcement wow <laughs> yeah so that's kind of maybe why the rock was interested in the story 
Um, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. This is where we meet our our the crooked original sheriff here, though, because he rolls up on him and he's like, "Hey, I just love the idea of a hey, pal." What are you doing sniffing around that mill? Now, of course, we will later yeah. find out, spoilers for the end of the movie, that the mill <laughs> the mill is where they're making meth. Uh, mm. But it's also mm-hmm. one of those things, too, when it's like, it's kind of the only place they could be making meth. So the Rock's detective work on that is kind of like... Uh, yeah, I mean, you probably know, he, that... didn't, he didn't get uh, elected sheriff because of his... Uh police procedural uh forte that's that's dude we don't even see him get elected sheriff i love i I love that one of the best cuts in the history of film is (laughs) i'm running for sheriff cut to he's the sheriff (laughs) and i literally out loud said thank you movie no thank you for not showing any agreed we're laughing about it but but good call if you're this once again if you're gonna be to Wayne the Rock Johnson WWE movie. Just yep. I'll assume he won the election in the interim. Get to him yep. with a big piece of wood bashing Please. things, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I need. Uh so apparently there was an argument with the studio that wanted it changed to a bat, more specifically a baseball bat, and Dwayne Johnson was like, "No, I want to have the 2 by 4 like the real guy." And the compromise was that they put a hand, uh, like a handle on it later in the movie? Yes. Yeah, so they, I think they implied it's, well, I don't know if it's actually the same two by four, but <laughs> it, it, it is a two by four sanded down to yeah. look like a bat. Yeah, I that guess. was the compromise. What? What? Yeah. Why I, a bit. Like, we've all seen the Warriors. We don't. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of, I mean, I'm with The Rock on that where he's going, not only is that the thing and the real thing, but that's more interesting. <laughs> That's more yeah, unique. Yeah, it's unique. Yeah. Uh, I do see the Kevin Sorbo as a new character also as a piece of wood on the covers of those. So that seems to be the one runner. But it's like a this. it's like a wooden sculpture, right? It's like, <laughs> a, like a carving of like a like a totem pole. Yeah, that's it exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I would I would actually say it's closer to a, a, a stick. One might call it a club okay. that he's carrying the Kevin Sorbo. Sure. Uh, it's it's mm-hmm. it's sanded down even more, and it looks like it's got a nice lacquer or something on. It's a little shinier, uh, mm. you know. He's really worked on it. It's it almost looks like a table leg, like a. <laughs> maybe it is. Yeah, maybe, maybe he's just is. like, honey, we don't use this table anymore. Snap! I'm gonna go fight crime now. Um, so yeah, he rolls up. He comes. Uh, yeah, the sheriff. The, this is a weird scene where the guy almost pulls a gun on him in a joking manner mm-hmm. to get him to drive home. Because yeah. I do love immediately. He's like, whoa, are you Chris Vaughn? Beloved <laughs> son of this town? The he, only man who is that big uh, who came from this town. It is sort of a thing where you're like, oh, right. That giant who used to live here. Because <laughs> it does seem like literally he's... He, he possibly is the only person who has ever left this town based on the fact that yes. every other person he's ever known seems to still live here. Yes. Yes. Uh, so uh, yeah, this guy insists on driving him back. And imme- the second you see this sheriff, if you know nothing about hmm. the movie, you're like, well, this guy's going to fucking suck later in this movie. <laughs> yeah. As soon as he's like, uh, I'm running, uh, I'm running for uh, sheriff. I'm like, oh, well, of course yeah yeah all of this was just him being a fucking asshole yeah that makes sense yeah totally this is michael bowen who plays sheriff stan watkins 
Uh, yeah, does, oh a, does a great job as a shitty sheriff. He does, and also he's he's from Kill Bill, Volume One. My name is Buck, and I like to fuck. What? That's him. So this guy just Wait, played a lot on. of creeps, and <laughs> he's also in Jackie Brown. Uh, he's in two Tarantino oh. movies. Um, oh God. <laughs> okay, and he's also in Django. Uh, I think is one of the 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 slave guy. I, I, he does have a history of playing uh, shitty guys. He plays Uncle Jack, mm-hmm. the white supremacist leader on Breaking Bad. In Breaking Bad, yeah. yeah so I'm going like, yeah, this guy kind of has a career of playing shitheads and stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, he's very good at it. So, he is. This you guy, you, the second he's on screen, you're like, I can't wait to see the rock punch you in the face. Uh, yeah. Because that is kind of what this movie is. I mean, this is. We're complimenting on all this stuff, but this is also, oh, firmly a divorced dad movie. Oh, my oh, God. This is just, this is so divorced dad power fantasy. And did you mm-hmm. catch what beer The Rock pulled out of his cooler? <laughs> that was an MGD, my friend. <laughs> I, I really want to pay attention to that in the next two as well. Uh, is are we? Is it yes. just every WWE movie is MGD? It must be, right? They, and this I'm is, sure they had like a 10-year contract It has to something. be something like that. And yeah. I bet they were also using it in the wrestling matches, you know, you oh, know whatever. I'm sure yeah. I'm sure it was in the TV stuff, too. Uh, but mm-hmm. it is just like, yeah, hey, I'm going to have a beer. And it's just like, oh, angle that logo to the camera, Rock. There it is. <laughs> Make sure everyone sees it. Yeah, and this is the era, this is the era when I do remember these bottles when it was not – it was MGD, baby. Yeah, it's yeah. the same thing with the Fast and the Furious movies. Has Corona, of course, is the mm. thing where it's there's. It's almost a joke now, though, in the movies where it is Great. like, oh, that be a better be a Corona. <laughs> like it's it's an actual joke that Vin Diesel's character only drinks Corona. Everybody's like, we could drink it. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, yeah, not this family. You can have any beer you want as long as it's a Corona. <laughs> yeah uh uh so he gets home and he reunites with his mom and his dad and his sister and her son Mm -hmm. his nephew oh i will say the 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 nephew is one of the things i think the script doesn't do great with i mean oh you you don't think so john (laughs) i don't because this is sort of the thing where they're going like hey you know kids are gonna go to this we should have an anti-drug message in here too and you're like yeah but it's such an after school this kid messes around with drugs so briefly yes it's one and it's once and he doesn't even want to do it it's literally the peer pressure thing (laughs) you know and i'm going that Uh, either needed to be delved way more into or cut Mm -hmm. yes those those are your options you know like you either need to make him a full yeah is this kid in the the holes movie yes yeah yeah, um uh Kilo Tom, uh, Kaleo Thomas uh, mm, is okay. yeah he he was also in that and he was on the TV show Shameless. Um, he, oh, cool. he he does a he yeah, he works around and like that. He seems like he does some uh, video game voice work and stuff like that. Everybody always ends up Sweet. in video game voice work, which is cool. There's uh, a lot. It does There's sort a of, lot of work. It does there, sort of seem like hey, sense. what happened to that kid actor? Oh, they're doing video game voice work. Uh, yeah, yeah, if you get in on making that, making good money doing that, great, yeah. awesome. Uh, that's another thing where you're just like, "Yep, you're totally." Uh, people go like, ah, "That guy doesn't work anymore." He's like, "Actually, he has a booming career. You just don't see him." Uh, yeah, 
but yeah and of course the nephew is like you were in the war you ever smoke anybody like oh for God. fuck's sake oh my I've God. seen this exact scene in like at least a hundred I think that's films. the other problem I have with him he's just, he's just such a movie kid and no offense to this actor yes. uh, who does just as well as he can with this real hackney dialogue it's, yeah I mean the screenwriter doesn't know how to write children I think uh, and, and just here. has no interest in it they don't devote much time mm-hmm. to this character He's just there. Do you think to it be... was like a studio note, maybe, that this kid I do, has to be in here? I do think, yeah. once again, because we talked about that last week with the idea of keeping these movies PG 13 as well. They want that like middle school audience who loves WWE on TV to come here. And they yeah. go, maybe there yeah. should be a character they can relate to. Yeah. Yeah. Although I remember even being a kid and hating these characters like this because i knew that they... <laughs> well of course yeah because we knew that we were being pandered to no it was like even uh, as a kid going like most Ugh. people do i yeah and it's sort of a thing where it's like so then it, it, it in the long run you back it up to like then why do who is it for it just feels like well you've got to you know it's for the it's for the studios john it's it for is the studio. but it's the, i love studio conceptions where you're going like no i think we all agree we don't want that so i don't know who you think you're putting this in for uh, <laughs> uh for someone i don't know yeah uh and then uh johnny his old pal johnny knoxville shows back up and is like yeah. hey man it's been a long time let me give you my backstory real quick shit went bad mm-hmm. for me and i was a crazy drug addict who committed some crimes but everything's cool now <laughs> and like we said but they have a nice chemistry i would kind of like to see these do. two pair up again yes and as as well as you can deliver an expositional monologue like this, yeah. I think Johnny Knoxville does a pretty good job. I think he's know? got a a, a general, uh, once again, a general charisma and likability, mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. funny without trying to. That's the thing with the Dane Cook thing, where you're going like, I am watching this man in every scene try to be funny, and yes. that is just trouble. I will say, well, it, it felt like Dane Cook was doing like stand-up bits you know right. what i mean whereas right. whereas johnny knoxville here is not a stand-up comedian right. he's just playing the part it, it, sometimes in a humorous way you know mm-hmm. and he has funny like, lines but like he's never does. yeah he has funny lines but he's never like here's my funny line you know yeah yeah uh, exactly like, that and was he's not doing the head shake and the like the hand movements and that um, was the other thing last week was a lot of actors given jokes but you're like you guys aren't comedic actors no um mm-hmm. i will say something and- that's banding about for a potential action shelf thing and i think watching this made me think we definitely need to put it on there is a jackie chan johnny knoxville buddy cop movie Ooh, yes sign me up i think i think we might have to cover that one at some point so absolutely uh, yeah because this made me go like i'd watch more johnny knoxville stuff mm-hmm. i was never yeah. a big jackass yeah. guy but i do like him yes exactly um same but, here yeah uh so yeah uh, he shows up and uh <laughs> i just keep writing surly nephew is disrespectful um <laughs> But he goes, he goes, how about we go play football with the boys like we used to? Now, this is where I'm really going, oh, here's some divorced dad vibes where it's like, you know, it's yes. just me and the boys out there playing some football. Just and, like the good old days. And The Rock was uh, a, a, a college football star. Uh, and before I mean, he, he looks like it. Yeah, before he, he badly hurt his knee, which cost him a pro career. 
Um, Which, who? What? That that's interesting. What, how different our, our world would be had he not injured that knee? Right? You know? Had he become an NFL yeah. star? I wonder if he still would have found his way to, into acting, but more via he the Boz route. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But there's something. <laughs> Because wrestling is so inherently performative, perhaps yeah. that was instrumental in him like totally. figuring out like a stage and no, he did. He also know. came from a wrestling family. His father was a professional wrestler and things like that. Mm-hmm. You can see all of this in the NBC sitcom Young Rock, <laughs> which I have watched some of, and it's 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 fun. But I am going yeah, like mm, yeah. I'm learning a lot about the Rock. Uh, mm. So. Uh, yeah, they they go and we get the. the <laughs> this is also. A Why didn't bit. they call the show uh, uh, the Pebble instead of yeah? Rock, you know, yeah, that would yeah. have been pretty good. They really, they really, yeah, really dropped the ball. Really there, blew guys. that, man. I know they're going to like yeah. season four, but they need our help. Uh, yeah, they do. <laughs> uh, I just, it's so insane to me that there's a sitcom biopic about a, a guy like just for just like that's how famous The Rock is that they're like we could make a whole show just about this famous guy when he was a kid. Wasn't that the premise behind Everybody Hates Chris with Chris Rock? That's true. That's true. I don't know if that was I don't know if that was one to one like he literally is Chris Rock or if that was sort of a like mm. autobiographical. This is literally mm. this was my life. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. And he's in every episode as himself going, "You know, I remember a time when I was a kid." <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, you know, putting on shoes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like sitting down i'll tell you i had a few bullies back in my day it went a little something mm-hmm. like this <laughs> yeah uh he walks in on a basketball game and he's just telling it how it is you know so he's hanging out with his his uh you know good natured good humored friends but then mm-hmm. uh-oh here come uh-oh. the bad guys they're all wearing dark colors and grays and <laughs> And they're blacks. driving, That's yeah. And this is where we meet Neil McDonough playing Jay Hamilton, the richest mm-hmm. man in town. Which, I mean, it's a low bar, but okay. <laughs> I, I, I do think this is a pretty stock character, but Neil McDonough is a really good actor. He is. He's, he's somebody you see and you're like, I've seen this person in so many things i can't even remember like yeah. all the things i've seen him in. yeah absolutely yeah. he's he's uh, he's in a lot of stuff he's got a handful of action shelf movies we could look at something he's mm-hmm. the star of at some point too we uh, should yeah yeah because he is really good uh people would know him as dumb dumb dugan in the marvel movies uh mm-hmm. he's he's in those he was on yellowstone just sort of some of his recent stuff uh mm-hmm. in that kind of stuff um but uh i've always really liked him he was in band of brothers um mm, yeah yes. really really solid actor who is a, a, exactly the right tone here it's like it's sort of like he knows right. exactly what he needs to do in this movie but he yeah. also went to high school with these guys but was obviously in somewhat they know each other but it's like uh they were on the football team together because he does say something about yeah. you still got that gun for an arm and then of course yeah. what what was, position did did The Rock play, by the way, when he was in? I think uh, he was college. like a defensive end. Yeah, because that's what I was about to say. He doesn't. The Rock isn't built like a quarterback necessarily. No, no, no. I believe I know it was defense. 
Uh, and also, this is what our audience comes to the podcast to listen to. Well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, he was a linebacker. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, he did play some professional football in Canada, actually. Yeah. Cool. They have they have football up there too. Uh, it's a little bit I don't different. Believe it. Uh, yeah. Who knows what they're doing up there? Uh, <laughs> uh so of course, immediately you kind of know where the scene is going, where. The bad yep. guys are going to play dirty because mm-hmm. Neil McDonough is the kind of piece of shit that needs to win a park game. Yeah. <laughs> with, with no stakes whatsoever. No, no stakes on the line, but will take, my God, these brutal hits that both Knoxville yes. and The Rock take here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and funny enough, The Rock takes a, a injury straight to the knee. Right uh, to the which, knee. Uh, from uh, another actor who I like in this movie and who we've seen before, Kevin Durand is uh, mm-hmm. uh, the and he was. Do you remember he was? The, do you remember what movie he was in that we did that we covered uh, before? Way way back, way back on the early days of the show, real early. Oh my god! Oh yes, yes. Uh, uh, what's that Nicolas Cage movie? Yeah, Primal. Uh, he was the bad guy in Primal. Primal. That's what it was. Yeah, Kevin the Durant. third movie we ever watched. Yeah, yeah, that's that's uh that was that was him. He was in that, and he's a guy who's in a billion movies. Did he die from the CG monkey or from the CG uh bird? I think it was the monkey. I think it was the monkey, right? Yeah. He, that was the kill of the movie, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you see yeah. him get ripped apart by a monkey, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah. How yeah. could we possibly Cause... remember exactly? But I do remember he was kind of fun in it. He was over the top and yeah. like I mean yeah. and here yeah. he is got, just he's got the tone. Here he is just here for his size and look, right? Where it's just like yes. I am main henchman. Yes. But I do love, once again, it is a friendly game in the park. But when they huddle up, Neil McDonough's like Kill him. <laughs> Crush him. And you're just like, Jesus Christ, man. Who could possibly care? Yeah. I I think you I think you'll be okay. Well, it, you know, it's it's the reverse save the cat. I was just gonna say there needs the there, there needs yeah, there needs to be a term for reverse save the cat if it is kill the cat, maybe, or something like that. Where yeah. there this is exactly that moment where you're like, Oh, I don't like this guy. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he's like, exactly. hey, no hard feelings about that. How about you guys come to my casino tonight? And you also know he's a bad guy because he owns a casino, which is total yes. action movie code for mobster, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm he's sure... a white man who owns a casino. Nothing good is going to come <laughs> from that. There is. The... I do like that when they pull into the parking lot here and he goes, I thought only Native Americans owned casinos. They go like, oh, actually, he made a point that he was 116th Cherokee. So you're like, oh, I hate him even more now. <laughs> like, right, exactly. Yeah. And also, and I think but they, this, don't this, they say something about he also greased just, some palms? What, I think what, they, what I th- that? they also say he greased some palms too, where it's like, I think he did pay yes. some people off for the gambling license. Yes, he very, very obviously did that. Yes. I mean, I'm on board for a movie with an evil, rich white man. Sure, yeah, definitely. That reads. <laughs> yeah, it tracks. Yeah. Uh, but this isn't just a casino, John. Oh. They're, they're, it's a multifaceted entertainment this, center. This, yeah, this is some sort of weird, sexy Chuck and Chuck E. Cheese for adults. Um, this, the so as soon as I saw the exterior of this building, I'm like, there are strip clubs in Portland that look nicer than this place. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like this this place looks 
seedy as fuck. It is. It yeah. looks gross. They might. What is it called? Like the lucky cherry or something like that? Cherry. Something. The cherry gross bomb. Like that, yeah. Some the cherries in the title. I feel like. Um, oh, I, I literally just watched this like an hour ago, and I've already forgotten what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have the excuse of watching it last night. So. Yeah, uh, let's see if the, if it says here in the uh, in the thing, but yeah, it, it whatever. It's 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 bad news. But he's also he Neil McDonough keeps basically going like, and also you can fuck these girls if you want. Like he constantly right. is bringing up and trust me, female companionship is no issue whatsoever. Wink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How many times do you have to bring it up in a conversation before the other person has to just politely decline? And it he... has to just be like, please stop mentioning <laughs> that. I am not interested. Strip clubs are one thing, but something that screams CD to me is the booth where the, the the you know the sheet raise that's a whole other level of like now we're actively pitching the voyeurism of it and stuff yes and again i john i am fairly certain you have not been to a strip club no uh, i have not uh no we're not this, we're it, we are not those guys this is a thing yeah. But uh, that this I know that right I there. know from other like crime movies. From other but movies, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a scene in the Boondock Saints where they kill a guy in one of these. Uh, right. They, the thing yeah. opens up, but yeah, but this is more like this would be like in a porn shop. It wouldn't. This is like back back alley shit. This is not right. reputable, exactly. and it certainly wouldn't be in anything positing itself as the big entertainment place. And then. Can we can we talk about wet t-shirt whack-a-mole or uh, uh 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 what is that it's not whack-a-mole it's uh it's whatever like the I... bell ringing thing at the carnival is yeah yeah what yeah the they have to fuck keep hitting the thing to to raise the platform Th- this is total divorced dad shit where it's like oh god i wish a place like this existed both i wish it existed but also i wish i was the rock who's better than it you know what i that, mean yes that's it exactly because the rock even well we have to talk about the fact that the peep show thing he's in it's his ex-girlfriend who's the stripper what are the fucking odds yes. of that she very apparently did not move out of this small town in washington and things uh, are going very because okay. they keep there's this thing kind of like santa with muscles where there's this whole running thing throughout the movie that uh, Neil McDonough has shut down all other business. Like, the yes. all the town has is this casino, it seems like. It's the only moneymaker, apparently. And you're just which like... I don't... That's... John, I'm not an economist, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure a town can't just... Unless the entire town is employed by the strip club slash uh, casino... Right. I don't think that could work. I don't think this that is would like function. this is like when Springfield opened the Monty Burns Casino, you know, and it's yeah. just like you know, and Homer's dealing blackjack, uh, it, you know, and it's just, but I just, it is sort of going like no, because later there's the scene where they go to the hardware store and it's closed. And he's like, what happened? And that's the when he asks her why she's stripping in the club, she's just like, there's literally no other work. I have to do this. And he's just like, this is insane. It doesn't make any sense. We keep it seeing this because this was kind of Malone as well. Cliff Robertson had bought up that town. What is this? Mm-hmm. That at least I don't know. He was purposely trying to make that town abandoned. Here though, it's just yes. like yes, all things. Ha- and also, casinos do make money, 
but they are purely adult entertainment, which really seems limiting mm. in business to like, yes. especially like to yeah. a small town where there are like families around. I don't yeah, know. It's so yeah. weird. But we this is um oh, what is this actress's name? Ashley Scott, who mm-hmm. had a little run here in the mid two thousands. She's in a movie we yeah. love, Listman, Strange Wilderness. Strange Wilderness. The Steve Zahn Bigfoot movie. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, how could I forget, John? That was a a uh high school well no, actually not high school. I see it came out in two thousand eight, so I guess early college favorite of ours. Uh yeah, we love yeah, this movie. Uh with yeah. uh with Steve Zahn and Justin Long and Jonah Hill. But she was mm-hmm. You know, in one of those wacky comedies, she was, unfortunately, yeah, the hot girl in it. And she's mm-hmm. kind of the hot girl here. I do think, actually, you're right. She has some chemistry with The Rock, though, that does yes. actually make their scenes better than just being... I think it's the same thing as last week, too, where, like, yes. the WWE just wants these blank hotties, but they're actually good enough, and the actors, yeah. the, the leading men are good enough that there's actually a little bit more going on, like, accidentally, though. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. The, the direction... Like, the WWE had nothing to do with uh, These people just happen to be very talented. And let's... I will just say, listen, let's get used to her, because I think she's also the lead... Uh, yeah, she's the female lead in another movie we're doing this month. Oh, okay. The WWE so will use WWE. her again. And I will say, if you look at what she's doing now... Uh, she did do a voice in Last of Us Part Two. Speaking of video game voices, oh, cool. um, which is cool. Uh, but she does a lot of like Lifetime uh, mm-hmm. with great titles like Fatal Defense, One Small Indiscretion, <laughs> A Woman Deceived, mm-hmm. Secret Obsession. Mm-hmm. Um, she did get a cameo of some sort in the second Jumanji movie, though. So The Rock is keeping her employed, which is cool. good. I like cool. that. Oh my God, yeah. she's in. Her most recent movie was a movie that came out last year called Deadly Cheer Mom. <laughs> we, maybe, yeah. I don't know. They're thrillers. We could maybe make an argument to do uh, one of those Lifetime sure. movies. I would. I would. I have always wanted to see Stalked by My Doctor, <laughs> mm-hmm. which has Eric Roberts as the creepy obsessed doctor. I mean. There's our bridge right there. We've got that's it. All, that's we've, all we need. We have to do an Eric Roberts month at some point, and we could do that in there. We could probably sneak that John, into an Eric there's Roberts. a chance we might do it on accident. You know? <laughs> there's Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, oh, well, it's kind of like this where I'm going like, oh, shit, you're also John Cena's wife in 12 rounds. Interesting. Yeah. I think she's totally fine in this, though. Um, yeah. She was on a, a TV show called Birds of Prey, which is a DC comic show. Um, mm-hmm. She played the Huntress on there. Uh mm. yeah, I actually kind of liked her in this, which is it's sort of a bummer. I'm going it's once again it sort of speaks to Hollywood that she's pretty good, but it's sort of like, oh, what are you you're over 30 now? Yeah, yeah, you go to cable movies. Yeah. Did yeah. you spot the other woman in this movie whose screen debut this is? I did. Yeah. I did in the car in in the car in with Neil McDonough's uh, the... car. Yeah, yeah. Yes. This is the screen uh, debut. Smulders. Yeah, the her very first on-screen appearance. Kobe Smulders is. Did you see Hot Girl Next to Bad Guy? No, what is she credited That's, as? Oh, it's it's worse than Hot Girl Next to Bad Guy. Let me see uh, here. I was just looking at it. Oh, here you go. Uh, oh my God, Exotic Beauty. 
Yes. Number one. Yeesh. Okay. But also, exotic beauty. Isn't Kobe she Smolder? Canadian? Yeah. She's Canadian. <laughs> she's very attractive, They're but she's... in Canada. <laughs> she's a beautiful woman, but she's very, very white. Like, uh, she's like a, a, a pretty white-skinned, dark-haired woman. What's exotic about her? <laughs> I mean, I guess... Com I mean... I it depends on who you ask, right? Yeah, I, so, well, I guess in a WWE movie where all hot women have to be blonde, a brunette is super exotic for them. It's very exotic. Because <laughs> I will say, uh, uh, Ashley Scott and last week's actress, Kelly Carlson, are very similar in their looks. Yes. There's a yeah, WWE similar, type. Yeah, similar body type, similar hair. Uh, even, like the way that the hair is being styled is very similar even facial uh, features are kind of similar like yeah, they, like they yeah. would they would be up for the same parts i'm sure they've exactly, auditioned yeah. against each other many times i think they actually just uh alternate you know yeah. they have a, a an understanding uh, where they just <laughs> you take this uh, one role. i'll take that one you be the rock's girlfriend i'll be john cena's wife <laughs> Right, exactly. exactly. Uh, and they, I, this is a movie where, once again, I think their chemistry is good enough that the fact that their entire romance plays out over four scenes in this movie. <laughs> it's, it's pretty flimsy. Yeah, you could excise all of this and the movie would be unchanged. She never yeah. really has anything to do with the plot. No, no. Yeah, the relationship takes place over four scenes. One scene is the strip club scene, which, which we just mentioned. Because you've I and mean, then the if we don't and get, then the final one yeah. is the sex scene. Well, that is sort of the fight. thing. So. In in half of the scene she's in, she's wearing just a bra. <sighs> it just makes me feel well. So and it's bad for it's her. so similar to when John Cena comes back to his wife in the Marine, and she's in her bra. Yeah, and it is just kind of yeah. like. And I've seen enough. I've seen enough clips from the WWE to know there's lots of women in lingerie around. It is just sort of right. like check the boxes, fellas. Right, exactly. Divorced Ooh. dads are looking out for it. You know, it, they're divorced dads. But I like that even in the movies they keep to like the network TV where it's like it's a woman in like a nice bra. We're not going to be right. sleazy it, enough to put nudity. This is a strip club where no one's naked. You know that kind of thing. You're yes. like, oh, interesting. Okay, movie. Okay. Uh, it's that Strange. WWE conservative sexiness, and, and that's fine. I'm not here sitting here going, "Where are the tits?" But uh, it is just kind of like for the movie is about sleaze. Like the bad guys are supposed yes. to be sleaze bags, and they're even like even the crystal meth is not really shown. It's all just kind of like drugs are over there. You know what I mean? Like the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the thing, the thing that I, I, which I still enjoy this movie, but I do think the thing that keeps it from that is like, it never really wants to be like a crime movie. No. no. Uh, yeah. This is not, this is not getting into like, this is, this is what it is. Uh, and it's also, yeah. I, I, this is uh, something I was thinking about as I was watching is I'm going like, I guess this is kind of like a pro cop movie but it's also kind of not kind of not i would say in the same way that uh, uh code of silence was yeah know? so many police officers are portrayed as being corrupt in this film right it's uh, i mean because it's, it is like he comes in i i do like the scene when he's an elected sheriff and he's like yeah i'm fine I, I literally fire the 
So we're to believe that this town is patrolled only by The Rock and Johnny Knoxville at a certain point. So that's that's what I was wondering. Since they are the only police officers, when they spent literally hours uh, taking apart this guy's truck later on in the movie, <laughs> like, I'm just wondering crime about is what happening. crime was happening. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. It is true. Like, how long are they doing well, this? Well, the thing I was surprised by is where were the other football buddies? I thought he was going to get all of those guys to be his deputies. Right, yes. I also assume that. But they didn't get paid enough money to be in the movie that much. So. No, no. It is kind of just like it's just you and Johnny Knoxville because he's like, you're the only person I can trust. And also, yeah. because you were once a drug addict, you know about drugs, which I thought was pretty you funny. Know, yes, it was very funny tv script uh, or movie script i like, drugs drugs uh so they're walking around this casino uh yes. uh and neil mcdonough is confident drinks are on me i'll give you a line of credit i'll get you laid uh and then i'm mm. sorry he leaves this scene going i have some business to attend to there are two women in his office he's like i gotta go have a three-way <laughs> uh i believe that is what was implied yes yeah uh so uh, but I think Knoxville has there. There are like four vague one-liners in this movie, but Knoxville mm-hmm. has one here that I think is legitimately funny. He goes, "This place is nothing but fake boobs and real assholes." <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but so here, here's where the trouble starts. The Rock sees. Uh, he specifically because this is Canada, and I watch a lot of TV that's shot up in Canada. I recognize mm-hmm. actors from like science fiction shows that shoot in Canada. This dealer is the chief engineer from Battlestar Galactica. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> uh, Aaron Douglas is this actor's name. Yeah, Chief uh, Chief Terrell. Uh, Man, Terrell's really hit it, hit a hard, hard rough patch, you know. Yeah, has he? That's rough. Let's see. Uh, yeah, it's this same year actually the Galactica premieres. So good for him, man. Uh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, uh, but he, uh, uh, he, uh, oh, uh, he sees the Rock sees this dealer at the craps table swap out loaded dice. Now here's the yeah. thing. Mm-hmm casinos the odds so heavily favor the house they don't really need to cheat like this no that's why i thought this was and it's so blatant what they're doing like the rock spots it but like anyone would have spotted what he just did yes yes but i i don't know if they're necessarily demonizing casinos in general no 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 but i'm just talking about like this it's it's an un what I'm saying is it's an unnecessarily risky crime for a guy who's That's also fair. running a drug empire. Like why also rig your casinos? Maybe it's because the entire police force is paid off. Well, and know? I this is also one of those things where it's like because we have to talk about it the show, I'll bring it up. I would just ignore this as a movie viewer, but I am going like he's committing a lot of federal crimes. So even if the whole right. police force was yes. in on it. The FBI, the yeah. DEA, the Gaming Commission. Like, he would have mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. people on his ass. Dwayne Johnson yes. could rain hell upon this guy. Uh, yes. The local yeah. police, but they do make it seem like, well, he bought the sheriff, so uh, he's untouchable. 
Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> no higher power that can take him out. In the real Sorry. situation, the real Buford Pusser, this was like the 1960s backwoods Tennessee. You weren't getting yeah. anything back then. He really did have to do it yeah. on his own. But I am going like, this guy, the amount of crystal meth he's making and dealing, holy yeah. shit, the DEA would be all over this guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think but yes, it is brazen. It is so obviously corrupt. Yeah, it is. It is crazy. And this whole one of the things I do like about this movie is this whole movie has the vibe of a western, right? Like it's a modern day yeah. western. The sheriff versus the the crime boss in the town, but this oh escalates so fucking fast. <laughs> <laughs> He's questioning this dealer, and all of a sudden, these security goons come out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and they are just throwing down with the rock. And at one oh, yeah. point. Did you love when The Rock took a taser and just kept standing? <laughs> he grabbed it and pulled it away from him. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. He's I, literally getting tased in his neck, and he's like, uh, uh, It's going to take a lot uh, more than that to bring down The Rock. <laughs> now let me crack another brew dog uh, while I watch yeah. the, the Rock. Yeah, ain't no, yeah, yeah. Because once again, the guy at home is going, Yeah, ain't nobody tases The Rock. Oh, they're going to get it. (laughs) He's going to get it. I will say the fights are pretty decent here. The Rock, like, launching guys into stuff. I mean, it is very WWE in terms of the moves and stuff. Like, There's a lot of flipping guys into tables. Um, But Mm -hmm. it's all very fun. Uh, It's very fun, and it's obvious The Rock is doing a lot of... Yes. Which is really nice when you have an actor... Once again, let's soak this movie in, listen, because I think it's going to be a while before we get anything this close to this good again on the show. Oh, uh, we so ha- I mean, video game so month sad. is next month, so Jesus no, Christ. No, no, John, John. Yeah, yeah. John. WWE month is the good month this year, so uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he eventually does get knocked out, and then for no reason at all, one of these guys is a sadistic madman. Kevin Durant's yes. character. I- Kevin Durant, yes. Yeah. Yeah, he is fully carving... Uh, I. It looked like he was going to remove an organ from the rock. It uh, did. Because point. of the PG-13, we never really see what he did to him. But yeah. the implication... Well, we see the scars in, in the courtroom. I yeah. Think. But it does seem like he's... Re- but he's doing with a box cutter, which is so nasty. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then they just abandoned him in the red. Yeah, uh, as the I doctor says, correct. they left him for dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but even one of the other guys goes like, hey, man, what are you doing? Like, the boss knows this guy. And mm-hmm. it's just like, the, yes. but they, they don't follow through with this guy being sadistic, which is kind of a bummer. Because yeah. he's never again this fucked up in the rest of the movie. But it is like, no. oh, there's clearly like a psycho on the team. If anything, they he's kind of like a punchline later on when they're destroying his car you know what yeah I mean? that's what not, I mean. it, but it's like they but this guy completely abandoned this it. guy clearly is like also uh mutilating hookers in his off time right like mm-hmm. it just seems like right. oh yeah exactly. one of these guys is a serial killer <laughs> yes because uh, yes. the other and like there maybe there should be ramifications like maybe i thought uh, neil mcdonough uh, was gonna neil kill him McDonough, exactly yeah that's because that's a, if this had been a fight, whatever, I think maybe The Rock might have let it go. Although the, this care, I will say, Chris Vaughn 
the rock is very entertaining but this is a man with no flaws he is the most perfect heroic human being who has ever existed exactly yes (laughs) and for 86 minutes not an interesting character no for 86 minutes annis the rock i'm fine with that but it is just kind of like but it is just like no this is wrong uh because yeah he goes to the hospital uh uh, do you love johnny knoxville stealing another patient's flowers nice oh yeah (laughs) uh and uh and then we get i i i when we get the rock coming home and then this recovery montage i'm like man i don't know if you have time for a montage movie you've only got 86 minutes here i know i know and that's the thing like you don't see this in other in other action shelf movies yeah the actual somebody having to recover from being like injured most of the time like i got shot in the shoulder i'm good (laughs) We I saw. Can, I, I'm we walking around just. Cena flying. took a fucking sledgehammer to the ribs last week and just stood up. Yeah, <laughs> and he he never <laughs> addressed that injury for nope. the rest of the film. Nope. He was no. totally fine. No, that he got so beat up, you know. Uh, but yeah, they do they do actually, and they do this montage, which is yeah, once again pretty good. It is. Yeah. You know, it it's it's like it's it's very fast, but it is kind of like. Once again, by action shelf standards, we're going, well, at least you acknowledge that it would be a healing process and he doesn't just yes. get up and start fighting again. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so he he's he's getting back in shape. And then <laughs> I do love the idea that Neil McDonough shows him and just goes, hey, man, uh, no hard feelings about that, right? <laughs> this is This is the most... <laughs> ridiculous part. no it's not the most ridiculous part of the movie that's coming but, up but it's pretty uh, but funny hilarious that he's just yes, like uh, yes i know my guy's got a little overzealous and he's like but uh hey man i love one of my favorites he goes you went nuts oh wait i'm sorry hold on that's insensitive what is it you soldiers get ptsd because they're trying to spin it like the rock just went fucking crazy in this casino yes yeah because that's what like the sheriff was implying while he was in the hospitals like we're looking into it but you know we we want to make sure we're uh checking all of the sources on it you know and he's like we want to uh, take the rocks for blood alcohol level and stuff like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. as if still like even still if you <laughs> even if you're super fucking drunk and start a fight the second someone carves into you with a box cutter that is on yes. them yes hard to fake it's hard to mm, rework that narrative you know Uh, (laughs) as soon as box a box cutter is being used like well that person's a psychopath so and that's sort of the thing that's why i thought neil mcdonough was gonna kill kevin durand or something because it is like well one of these guys is clearly guilty all the other guys can argue they were acting in self-defense but one of them fucking went nuts with a box cutter so maybe that guy (laughs) needs to be killed and he is killed, killed later or arrested. He is killed later, but yeah, actually that might have been maybe one of my screenwriting note I might have, might have had is they serve him up Kevin Durant yes. and then they're like good enough and the rocks like no man, not good enough. Right. There's I saw so many other crimes that, that happened that night. Yeah. We like yeah, there this is very clearly a very bad uh business for our town you know but also this is the phone call to the gaming commission and he's in real fucking trouble uh (laughs) right but no no we're gonna take this to court baby 
I, I do love oh, it's crazy yeah. how much goes on in this movie in 86 minutes. The fact that he yes. is brutally attacked, heals, then has an entire trial. And this is all before he becomes sheriff. <laughs> like this, this is, is all this is like the midpoint of the movie. Plot. Yeah, everything we've just described <laughs> happens halfway through the movie. Yes, yes. Because it's about uh, 40 minutes into this 86-minute movie that he becomes sheriff. And Now, this this scene, John, in, in the courtroom, yeah. might, I think this is the most insane scene Easily. in the movie. Easily, <laughs> completely insane. Because the the his lawyer is telling him to take a plea deal and just say, look, they're willing to give you no jail time. What is it? He's going to get three months house community arrest? Service. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you're like, and some community service. And he's just like, but I'd have to say I'm guilty. And the lawyer's like, dude, this is the best deal I've ever seen in my life. But the thing is, technically, he is guilty. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing that's well, crazy. Wait, wait, this is after. Okay, wait, hold on. Yeah. So he recovers. Yeah. And then his nephew does drugs, right? No, uh... Because yes. he goes yes. to the casino and and beats the shit out of Because that's everybody. what he actually right. Sorry, that's what he actually gets arrested yeah. for. Because I because for yes. a second I got confused just now. Going wait, why is he on trial? He was the victim. No, the trial is about what he's going to do. He yes, he yes. recovers. Yes. His nephew uh, ODs on crystal meth, but he's totally fine. Mm -hmm. He's totally fine. Yeah. He's even fine in the moment when they're <laughs> putting him in the ambulance. It's like normally I'm fine, but I you know this is the one perfectly coherent yeah uh, he's 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 just kind of pale and sweaty is how they portray it as like what, what I do just, they think ODing means yeah <laughs> like what, what it is, is like at the very least he's coming to the hospital unconscious right like right yes exactly now here he's just like oh gee he, he he got the dizzies from the crystal meth and was like ah, they they put an ice pack and gave me a Gatorade now I'm doing all right man yeah, crystal meth really dehydrates you, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it is like yeah, crystal and meth I love, is serious shit. Yeah, and I, I love the other teens hanging around. They're like, "It's true, we forced it on him." Like, why would they? that doesn't? That they're doesn't they're both bad kids and not bad at all, which I love. Right, they're, they're like, exactly. And then of course, because the again, this movie has no time to explore any of. No, these there is something that I that is that I do enjoy about that, where it's just like we are just gonna barrel through this movie because then the Rock yeah. grabs one of these little punks and goes, "Where'd you get the drugs?" And they're like, "At the casino." <laughs> and then, <laughs> uh. I, I, I've seen an action movie I always love is when he goes home to the gun cabin. He's loading a shotgun. His father's like, it ain't worth it, son. You don't need to do this. You, please, no, for the love of God, think about what you're doing. I thought this guy, I've seen this guy in other stuff too. His father's a pretty good character actor. John Beasley uh, is this yeah. actor. Yeah, that's what I thought. He's in like a lot of the movies I was just talking about, like The Sum of All Fears and The General's Daughter. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, he he plays a lot of this, some CSI Miami. If you need a general, a cop. Yeah, here he's playing a general, a sheriff or whatever. Because mm -hmm. he, what, did he used to be a cop or something? Because he talks about, like, my gunfighting days are over. Uh, yes, I, something like that. Like, I don't think he became a, 
Definitely didn't become a soldier. Yeah. But he has some sort of history with firearms. Because he does have that scene later, but yeah, he's like, and no, he's, he's like, I'm taking care of this dad. And you're like, oh shit, The Rock's going to go murder. His father is right about like, yeah, maybe a shooting rampage is not what's necessary here. Yeah, because yeah, I was just thinking like, okay, obviously there's some shady stuff happening here, mm-hmm. but we're watching this movie in 2022. <laughs> I don't want to see a man shoot up a public place. Yeah. And instead, I really don't want he see makes that. the the more I think morally just and two the cooler decision to yeah. grab a two by four and you're like oh <laughs> it is on till the break of dawn right here man and he just right I I immediately went from being worried to being so excited yeah and he doesn't even come in here to fuck people up he comes in here and starts bashing slot machines yep. and things like that yep. once again it's these other guys who start fighting him and I'm sorry. <laughs> The Rock in general is intimidating. The Rock holding a big piece of lumber, no no paycheck is worth fighting that guy. <laughs> no, definitely not. There is the one guy, didn't there was one guy who was left and the rock just kinda like uh flinches at him and yeah. makes him run away. Which one of those great. things I always love in, in an action movie. It's great. You have to have a henchman left over who's just like you know what? Not worth it. I'm yeah. going to go. Sorry. <laughs> He's out of there. That's, and then, those are always my favorite bits. And then the big finisher here is he throws that piece of wood through Neil McDonough's uh, mirrored glass window. So good. Yeah. So good. Well, and this is a great, this is another one of those action movie beats I love where it's just like, from now on, it's on between you and me. Mm, this is the, yeah. this is the get out of my town moment. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, this is when he gets arrested. And once again, this is yes. pretty well shot by this guy and directed because it's like suddenly the sound goes out and he's like they he he's using the the visual language and sound to portray the adrenaline coming down as the cops mm-hmm. come to arrest him. And I'm like, hey, that's that's this is pretty fucking artsy by <laughs> WWE standards. <laughs> yeah. And by that, I mean, yes. like, a totally normal scene in a movie. But I'm just going, like, man, like, uh, using camera and sound to portray internal feelings? Holy shit, this mm. is another level for them. Yeah, again, this is what happens when they bring in directors from outside the <laughs> WWE to direct their movies. Yeah, this is a guy who, like, directs dramas and stuff and understands mm. what he's doing. Uh, so, yeah, he, he gets arrested. And then, yeah, we get the, the, the lawyers going, like, yeah, this is a, the the sweetest deal anyone's ever been offered. Like Neil McDonough yes. is still trying to kind of let him slide, even yes. after all this. And, and technically, The Rock did commit a crime here. He did. He did like he doesn't want to say that he did it, but he did do it. Like when he it comes did. down to it, whether well, or not he's justified, he did commit a crime. His speech in the court is, "I did it, but I'm also not guilty." Which is and the, and and it works. Oh, because everybody just loves this guy. Yeah. Which is and in, and in the I mean in the most insane moment in this movie, one of the most insane moments I've seen in any movie. He <laughs> fires his lawyer mid-trial, chooses yes. to represent himself, which is yes. one of the single worst ideas anyone will tell you in the legal system. Mm-hmm. Uh, always, mm-hmm. I've always. done it three times. I can say, I can speak personally. <laughs> and you've spent a lot of time in jail. <laughs> I have, yeah, yeah. You're you're doing this forty five years. Yeah, we're actually looking at a clock right here, going like you only have so much time left on the prison computer to do this episode. Yeah, 
Yes, and then back to solitaire. Yeah, right back to solitaire. They're just like, we need this guy out of culture. Um, <laughs> we'll uh, let him do the, the action movie That's podcast, fine. But everything else. He can, yeah. well, that, that keeps him quiet. We let him do that once a week, and that seems to calm him down. Uh, <laughs> he gets a lot less stabby if he gets to do his podcast. <laughs> they catch in one of those Hannibal Lecter masks. He can't bite anyone. <laughs> But yeah, he, yeah, he that's me. He instead he, he he doesn't do what he does isn't lawyering though. He calls no witnesses. Nope. You can't nope. just fucking stand up and start testifying like this. And then in the most insane moment, he he turns this entire thing into him going, "I'm going to run for sheriff. If now, you find me thing. not guilty, I will run for sheriff." Here's the thing, John. Mhm. I've never voted for somebody who started their campaign while on trial. <laughs> Me neither, but man. if somebody did, I probably would vote. I mean, like honestly. Well, the, the the thing I love about this is there is not a second that these people consider. They everyone nope. in this courtroom is a billion percent on board with this. They're like, and, and, in, and in fact, done. When, when the jury uh, uh, announces. Uh, their verdict. Yeah, the entire courtroom immediately stands up and uh, like erupts into applause. And then the it's Rock walks everything. out of court, which is not how that works. Like you don't nope. get found not guilty of this. Go, just go ahead, leave. That's not how that works. And then he takes the weapon from the, that. <laughs> that yes, and he goes, "I believe this is just, mine." <laughs> like that's not how that would work at all. No, he goes over. By the way, I love the idea that the evidence would be on an evidence table for the entire trial. Like it's still sitting there from testimony yes. days ago. I believe that's how it worked. Yeah. And in fact, at the end of the OJ trial, OJ did take the glove back. <laughs> goes, I believe he, he goes. Did I take believe it that back. is my glove, actually. <laughs> now that I get a better <laughs> look you. at it, yeah. And then he walks out of the courtroom, and they're all going, Vaughn, 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 Vaughn. <laughs> and then it just, I love, there's not even a montage or anything. It just nope. dissolves to him putting the police lights on his personal truck, of course, which we established earlier his father had fixed up for him while he was away at war. I, part of me... I wasn't expecting this jump in time, so I'm like, is he setting up a competing sheriff's department? I'm confused. Oh, uh, Lisman, we need to write a movie about a guy who sets up a competing sheriff's department because that would be he, an he amazing. Hates the current sheriff so much. He's like, you know what? <laughs> he just starts his own sheriff's department. <laughs> That's right. That we're, actually sounds great. I kind of love this idea where it's like they're nine one one, we're nine one two, baby. <laughs> if they don't pick up, we will. <laughs> I actually do sort of love this idea. This sounds this sounds great. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll start writing it as soon as I get out of jail. Yeah, that's right. Hope hope that appeal comes through. Uh, <laughs> Uh, ever since those witnesses mysteriously disappeared. Uh, I mean, you know, you know things, accidents happen, happen all but the time, I love, John. There's not even, what I was expecting is like maybe a cut to a newspaper of Von Wynn Sheriff. Nope. Just, nope. he goes out of this court and just like, the movie just goes, of course he won. 
Did you see how well he won that trial? He's obviously <laughs> going to win the election. It's so funny that Neil McDonough would be able to come in and take over the sheriff's department this easily when clearly every single citizen is against it. Well, and that's kind. that kind of leans in again to whether or not this movie is pro-cop because everybody seems to be so fed up with this shit. Yeah. And only the corrupts, only the cops are corruptible apparently, yeah. which well, is interesting. Well, yeah, it's, in, it, it's it, interesting it, take. It is, well, because the movie is in no way interested in actually getting into like the town itself no. beyond. Right. They're exactly. just good salt of the earth people, right? Because even his sister, mm-hmm. like they set up that his sister is an EMT, but that doesn't ever really come into play. Nope. No, like, did you expect that to points. matter? <laughs> yeah, I, I was expecting it, yeah. She's a nothing character. Once again, you could cut her out of the movie entirely, and nothing would change. Her and the and her son, yeah. yeah. yeah they could be completely removed from the You could remove the son. I mean, it is so crazy. You could remove the son, remove the mother even. You could take out the mm-hmm. girlfriend. There are like eight characters you could remove that in no way affect the plot. Yeah, yeah. But then the movie would be... I would say 58 minutes long. Yeah, um, a, and that's not a movie. Yeah, it is just like, there. no, you're right. There are characters in this movie who are just here to go, he's got to talk to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I guess a sister. But we don't even get much of a sense of like, I guess, yeah, I mean, they generally like each other and are somewhat close. But, sure. you know, she's just there so they, everyone can be threatened. I thought they might set up a thing between her and Knoxville, maybe. That's what I was assuming, Because he, too, yeah. when he saves yeah. them in the house, I thought maybe that was going to be something. Uh, I do like nope. that they let Johnny Knoxville do action in the movie. That I was surprised yeah. by. Because that's not often And I thought that the game. action that he did was believable for yeah. Johnny Knoxville to do. But it was. Like, still, still pretty well done. Honestly. Like, honestly, it, it, it was great. It that's was a nice... Uh, uh, con- con- contrast to the rock like being a one-man like army you know Mm -hmm. uh johnny knoxville struggling against one guy who was a shock so uh yeah Yeah. they chant for him he turns the truck into the the thing he fires all the deputies and then it's like day one he goes and pulls over neil mcdonough (laughs) who's driving in what can only be described as a douchebag hat Yes, yes, he does have his douche driving cap. Yeah, um, and, I, and and did he have it, gloves on? I can't remember. Did he have driving gloves? If he, it feels like he should. He, uh, we're gonna say yes. I don't I, care yeah. about the actual answer to that question. Yeah, but, but it we'll, does. We'll it does. Yes. Do, he's got. He's at least giving off the vibe of a man wearing driving gloves because he's mm-hmm, you know, he's mm-hmm. driving a super nice. I don't know if it's a Porsche or something in that vein. Yeah, though. and he's driving with an exotic beauty. Um, <laughs> an exotic Canadian beauty uh, <laughs> who's wearing very 2004 sunglasses, Kobe Smulders. Yeah, uh, yes. Horrible, like, blue-tinted sunglasses. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, and, he go, uh, and, and Neil McDonough still, still is going like, you can't fucking do anything to me, man. So you might as well just, he's like, he's, he's, he's just like, no, I'm just going like, dude, I don't know how you're this confident that the guy you backed was clearly ripped from office by like an overwhelming <laughs> landslide of votes. It was the first ever 100% of the town, this guy, like it, it could not be more of a 
You didn't it's even not vote a landslide. Yeah. It's just gravity. You know what I mean? <laughs> he didn't even vote for himself. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> even he was like, he's like Bobby. I oh, one of my favorite things. You didn't vote for yourself, Bobby? Oh, no, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's like, th th no sweat to Neil McDonough. He'll be fine. Yeah, I just don't. He's got his douche gloves, you know. He's got his douche, got his douche hat, gloves, you know? his exotic Canadian beauty. Uh, <laughs> that's right, pal. She's from Canada, uh, which also, in this case, which is like Northern Washington, is like the next town over. Uh, it, yeah, and you're yeah. in Canada. Uh, so, yeah. He, yeah so he he tr but he's uh he pulls him over. He insults him because he, he's going like uh, he's like you weren't even good enough to be a football player. And then yeah, whatever you went to the army, which is lame. <laughs> and then this this I do like the way the sensor he goes. Well, just go get your taillights fixed. And he's like, my taillights. What's wrong with them? And he smashes it. They're broken. Yeah, I I legitimately moment. Pretty good, pretty good. Very satisfying. And so then, yeah, we talk about he asked Knoxville to help him find the drugs in town and be his deputy. Mm -hmm. And this is the scene we were talking about. It's the scene where the whole thing is shot from overhead of them getting out of their mm -hmm. car and going through a building. And it's all this thing of them shaking down drug dealers and they're going out into the alley. Mm -hmm. It's really well done. I was shocked that this was in a WWE yeah. movie. And and their conversation talking about how they're going to do it, it's like playing over it. Yeah, you know, it's, it felt almost almost Scorsese a little bit. Uh, kind you know? of, like, yeah. I mean, it, 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 certainly that the ambition to do something like that, which once again, mm -hmm. ambition is everything in these movies because we watch so many things that are made by and star totally checked out people. Yes, people who have no interest in what they're doing. And so here's um, a guy going, oh, here's an opportunity to do something kind of cool. And he does it. Mm -hmm. And it looks good. I'm going, man, I was watching it going, well done, Walking Tall. <laughs> that's a nice feeling to have on this show yeah <laughs> uh so finally they do get to kevin duran and they find drugs on him and he's like great take me in and this this is the thing that's like and then i'll call my lawyer you know scum of the earth lawyers because obviously whoever we never get the sense of who neil mcdonough's lawyer is but he's obviously so evil Oh, so evil. Probably more evil than uh, than Neil McDonough, I would say. <laughs> like, I think it's the literal devil. Is I, his I just want to see. It's Al Pacino from The Devil's Advocate. <gasps> it's his oh. law firm. It's his. Yes. One of my favorite things about that in totally insane movie is the idea that the devil is actually running a law firm. Like yes. he is like, we got to get this client. <laughs> but also, <laughs> I am legitimately Satan. So, but if these quarterly figures don't go come up, <laughs> we got to get more billing hours, gentlemen. God, that movie is insane. That, I, I rewatched that movie a few months ago, and I, I, I actually don't know what my opinion of that movie is because I, I, don't, I, don't, I think good and bad are out the window on that movie almost. Yes, you have to set aside the notion of good or bad. And it is, but it is so movie. fucking entertaining. Yeah, and it is yes. two total nut jobs in Keanu and Pacino, and both of them are just shouting and sweaty. Keanu's doing a god awful Kentucky Fried accent. 
<laughs> Pacino's at an 11 from minute one. <laughs> yes. I feel like that movie was a title first. That yes. feels like it, yes. was, it was the devil's advocate. We know that the devil is in it. Let's yeah. assume it's it's a devil's advocate like it all, a lawyer. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Oh yeah. Um, the other thing I love, oh, such yeah. a Hollywood thing that Keanu's plain Jane wife is Charlize Theron. And he's just like, <laughs> Yeah, you could do a lot better than her. <laughs> Ugh. Annie? I don't I don't I don't I don't know I don't about that. I think that's uh, physically possible. Uh <laughs> Oh, God, that's who you're married to? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, so they're, they're, yeah, they get... The, and then this is the scene where it's like, uh, no, actually, there could be something more in the car. And we get a montage of Johnny Knoxville and The Rock tearing apart this guy's car. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. I did want them to cut to the crime that was happening simultaneously. <laughs> Uh, to them someone's just, just robbing a bank down the street like right exactly please but, you know, someone it, help us <laughs> where where's the police force we voted for this new sheriff where is he uh hey chris there's a 911 call send it to voicemail i got to get through this hood <laughs> <laughs> no we haven't cracked the engine block yet yeah just tell them that we'll we'll get back to them and are we led to believe that this is working on on uh this character i uh i think so as a i don't know because they still they still just put him in a cell and he won't talk to them yes that's true i guess yeah but uh now he's afraid that uh oh and johnny knoxville does a whole megaphone bit where he's yelling at a megaphone through the bars i'll say that's that's not johnny knoxville's fault that's a little like i don't know how about here's a comedy beat it's not terrible though. Yeah. It's again still better than anything in the Marine, which was Honestly, painful. Him being startled by the rock sneaking up on him was funnier than the rest of the bit. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, that actually is true. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah. and so yeah, he uh uh he tells him, he goes, I'm gonna stay here with the prisoner. You go and uh watch over my family. And I do like at this point in the movie for Johnny Knoxville to go, Do you guys really do you think these guys would really sink that low? I'm like uh, yeah, definitively based on literally everything else they've done in this movie, man. Yes, absolutely. Hey, you remember when they uh, carved my chest open yeah. with a box cutter? Yeah. 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 They yeah, will I stop at so. nothing. <laughs> yeah. They will stop at absolutely nothing. So he's yeah. he's working overtime at the station. and uh, Oh, he is working overtime. Working right. overtime. Oh, yeah. Workout. Uh, I'm yep. shocked that's not in this movie. Because uh, once again, this, man... I did not remember, and I once again keep in mind. I watched, I finished this an hour before we started recording, and I did not remember <laughs> that the female lead's name was Denny. Right, you'd think they're saying Danny throughout the film. Nope. But if you have subtitles on, you can see that it is clearly D E N I Denny. Denny. Um, mm. Denny, which is short for Denise. I'm assuming. Yeah, I would. I would hope so. But there is just something that's funny about going. Man, Denny is so hot. <laughs> I don't know if I... Does anybody go by Denny? I don't, does anybody, does I anybody don't, use that name? I don't. I think uh, uh, I think not as not a woman. Maybe a Denny from a Dennis. Yeah, maybe. I don't, yeah. I've never met any, that's for sure. 
yeah. <laughs> so we don't hang out with a lot of Denny's. Um, other than of course the we hang out at Denny's. I was gonna say other uh, than the the wonderful breakfast establishment. Um, of course, of course. <laughs> I say that as if that's being facetious. I was in a Denny's like the other week. Um, <laughs> although De- it was it was a classic example. I'm sure this is how you've ended up in a Denny's too. Pretty late, I guess. Denny's is open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's I, in for. fact, uh, two of the four times I was arrested were in a Denny's. So. <laughs> that's right, man. Weren't you, mm-hmm. weren't you known as the Denny's killer? <laughs> I was, yeah, for a little bit. <laughs> That's one of the names they gave me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have, I, I have many, but yeah, that is, that is one of them. Yeah. Oh no, the Denny's killer struck again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to enjoy the dining. He's the dining dasher slasher. Oh, um, that's pretty good. I think <laughs> I think that's the movie we write after the competing sheriff one. The dining okay, dasher gotcha. slasher. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, he uh uh so Denny, I guess is her name, uh comes sure. and she's brought him dinner at the station and also mm-hmm. something else. And this uh what are you what are you talking about, John? <laughs> what what else did she bring? The eyebrow waggled and doing uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh yeah. Uh so they uh uh Yes, they have a sex scene set to a 2004 cover of a song that is very. Mm. Oh my god, it's it's a very 2004 song. What song is it? Mm. Do you remember it all? No. <laughs> I just remember going like, "Oh, this is interesting." Because once again, I I'd been um, you know, recognizing the songs. Oh, tell me. Well, it's mostly it's mostly classic rock in this. It uh, is. So this. This song was a bit of a weird, out of left field choice. Honestly. Yeah, let's see. Tell me, song isn't that a song? Whose song is? Should have been. Though? Why didn't they put Kit? Or why didn't they put a uh, uh, Prince in in this part? You know <laughs> what I mean? Like that would have been great. You know what? Which, have which, have which, Prince which, be Denny? Which Prince song would be in the same? I feel like there's, I feel, I mean, <laughs> I want to say Raspberry Beret just because I want to say the word, <laughs> the term Raspberry Beret. Um, uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, I mean, uh, maybe Kiss. Kiss comes to mind. Uh, although yeah. for pure comedy, uh, because I do think it'd be fun. Uh, I, I want to do Let's Go Crazy. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Let's that would go be, crazy. That one, no, that's great. Yeah, it would just it would, I think it would, it'd be it would better it would, than this song. It would because the, the this trying to do this like, and I will say this is interesting because I've had this conversation with other fans of his work. The Rock is a pretty asexual figure in film. Yes, yes. He so is, this did feel weird. It did feel weird because I'm so used to him, ne- like may maybe kissing a woman in a movie. But one yes. of the most common things, The Rock often plays single fathers. Where there is no, it's a running thing in the Fast and the Furious franchise that they just never explain who the mother of his daughter is or what mm-hmm. what happened there at all. Uh, well, and I think there's something nice about you know, it's like uh, you know a single father can be enough. <laughs> you watching at home, single father, you are enough. Yeah, you don't need you don't need somebody. But to it's come just in. it's an interesting thing you know? for being like a major movie star of action stuff. He either is a single father or sometimes he just has a wife, 
but they're you know it's not well, like hot and heavy. He's, uh, well, because he, I, I feel like the the Rock actively Dwayne Johnson actively cultivates his persona of being like. I mean, he he kind of is is for everybody, you know. He's not. Yeah. He doesn't usually do R-rated, you know, violent no. reaction. You know, he he's kind of like a family man. He definitely like, is, uh, and I think that's. I, yeah. And I, I know that's a thing where there's a lot of film snobs who don't like him because of that, because they go like, "Oh, this guy's trying to please everybody," and I'm going, "But dude, I I see his movies. It kind of works. Yeah. Like his movies are pretty yeah. pretty pleasant." Yeah, I like yeah. I said, I, yeah, exactly. I I I have pretty much never left a rock movie going like, well, that wasn't very good. It's always based on like, hey, that was pretty fun. Like, dude, he made a movie out of the Jungle Cruise ride at Disneyland, and it's it's not bad. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not here mean, to say it's great, he's, but he's it's always very charming. It's yeah. not bad. <laughs> That's what's the thing at the very least, and I legitimately love those Jumanji movies. Um, yeah, which is fun because in those he's playing a gamer's avatar so the rock is playing an awkward 17 year old yes so even though he looks like the rock which is very fun right Uh, um though jack black always steals the show by playing a popular teenage girl in jack black's body yeah we we love to see it total commitment to that uh (laughs) so while they're having i do like Kevin Durant is in a cell outside of his office. The next, and, the next room. Yeah. And The Rock just closes the blinds and goes, all right, in the words of Prince, let's go crazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it is like, so he just heard everything, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. He even, and, and, then, and then apparently they had sex all night because they, I love that it's the next morning. She slept in the sheriff's office and he goes, it's, apparently. it's the morning now. And he opens the blinds mm-hmm. back up and he goes, yeah, he's still there. <laughs> it's just like, he's oh. still there. And she's still shirtless for yeah. some reason. And she will remain shirtless through the entirety of this action sequence. <sighs> yeah. That, that Eesh. is a little like, uh, there's a Vince McMahon note. Uh, yeah. Uh, cause once again, when you talk about that, this, th- I think that's some of the, what I'm reacting to is like, Ooh, this feels a little sleazy for a movie starring the rock. Right. But it's it, because it's Vince McMahon. Yeah. It is sort of the thing where it is sort of interesting that as he got away from the WWE and cultivated his own thing, he is mm-hmm. more family. He does a lot of stuff with Disney, you know, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it, you know, but there's a reason he is so popular because of that. Your grandma loves the rock. You know what I mean? Like it's that kind yes. of thing where it's like, uh, but uh but yeah we cut oh i do love the cut to neil mcdonough outside of his casino lighting up a cigarette all evilly (laughs) and then he's like it's a go (laughs) and i'm like yeah and it's a go means we're gonna blow up the rocks truck is step number one Mm -hmm. and then yeah and i'm a yeah no no go ahead go ahead no, you go ahead. What no, was it I, was gonna make a, I was going to make a stupid <laughs> joke. <laughs> well, I knew that. but <laughs> uh, No, I just love it's classic action shelf movie bad guy behavior too. Move number two, just spray this building with bullets. You know, it's satisfying to watch though. It's it really, really is. Something I'm finding with the action shelf movies in particular, I enjoy seeing buildings and rooms shot up more than people in these movies. Like, uh, yes i love Pe- people getting shot up can be horrifying but there's nothing more satisfying oh. it's like uh those uh rage rooms or whatever where yeah. you just go in and 
shit. Yeah, it's it's, it's there's something satisfying about seeing bullets shit blow up, tear through windows and walls, and yeah. then here when he escapes by shooting the floor open, that was pretty <laughs> awesome. Hold That's on, something I I believe we've seen a couple of times in the action shell. It's pretty great though, but yeah, yeah, all of a sudden, old sheriff is back with like a fucking M60 belt-fed yeah. machine gun. This is not meant to be handled. This is like a truck-mounted <laughs> weapon, and he he is yes. just blasting away with this thing. I and would it, believe the Rock carrying a weapon like oh, this, I'm, or somebody of a similar size. I will this just say, guy, this sheriff or former sheriff, I should yeah. say, I don't necessarily buy no. him carrying a gun. This I big. will say that in one of the Fast and the Furious movies, The Rock uses an even bigger gun than this by hand. Well, there you go. So, <laughs> a, a, a gun yes, he tears off of a drone that he shot down. <laughs> Because, it, the, unless it needs to be said again, those are the best movies ever. <laughs> right, uh, right. And again, they're stealing TV VCR uh, combo. In movie uh, one, by yes. movie, I think that's movie seven, you have the rocks shooting drones out of the sky and then using the weapons from those drones by hand. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, this all tracks. This makes sense. That uh, and then, Well, in eight, he pushes a, a torpedo that's coming at him across ice. He just redirects it. He lit, dips out of his car and just pushes it the other direction towards the bad guys. So, um, once again, the greatest cinematic franchise committed to, to, to celluloid. Um, best movies, man. Uh, oh so, uh, they, uh, yeah, so they're, they're blasting away. Uh, and simultaneously, uh, mass gunmen have entered the Rock's home to get his family. Yes. Uh, and yeah, Johnny Knoxville's going to throw down with one of them in the kitchen here. And this sure like, is. is pretty good. It's mostly him on the guy's back being thrown mm. around. And he does finally Classic. stab him with a potato peeler. Pretty cool. Yeah. Not yeah. bad. That's uh, brutal. It was. Yeah. And he and then and then clocks him with a frying pan. Yes. <laughs> uh, and so these two scenes are intercut. Uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, the, the, the rock is shooting it out with these guys. I love Kevin Durant in the prison cell. At first he's going like, Oh, I told you. And then he's like, wait, Hey, wait, these bullets are getting pretty close to me guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maggie and I were just like, Oh, this guy is so dying in this scene. There's yeah. no way he's surviving. It is kind of like, I think Neil McDonough is like, I'm not saying go there and expressly kill him, but like, don't take any precautions not to. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and he does. Then at a certain point, he's going, "Please, sheriff, save me!" And the Rock tries to, but just doesn't. <laughs> he, he's like, "Oh, oh, I can't. It's all the way over there." Oh. Ooh. But he does. Sorry. He does go. The 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 operation is in the old mill. Right. He does give up the information. Oh yeah, he but he he, he does give up the information, and the Rock does try to save him that is true. yeah he, he lets does. him out of the uh, cell and then the guy is just shot in the back he is yes so because the he, rock does because again he has no flaws no he's uh, a perfect man chris vaughn yeah, is exactly. a perfect man yes he's the vesuvian man uh, <laughs> or no, vitruvian yeah vitruvian man. yeah exactly uh yeah but uh so he uh Oh, he had when the guy comes in and he's shooting up the floor. I also did think like I understand it's like a belt-fed uh, mm-hmm. machine gun, but it's not 
unlimited yeah. ammo. Nope. Nope. It would have run out of ammo. Yeah, um, by the time. But he comes in and he's just. I could. I thought, you know what? He could have dropped the M16 and like pulled out a handgun once he's inside and he's yeah. shooting into the floor. But the rock. Ha- I do like that this is a. A WWE movie. So this woman will not actually kill a villain by any stretch of the imagination, but will no. instead fire her gun up into the air to distract mm-hmm. the villain so the rock can shoot him. Yes. Much like in the Marine where the girl, where the wife in that mm-hmm. movie doesn't defeat the female henchman, but, but gets a couple of shots. Distracts and... her long enough. Yeah. 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 Uh, Because, again, it's the WWE. Women can't actually defend themselves. Oh, Lord, no. Uh, So, so, yeah, and Johnny Knoxville is able to shoot the the remaining guy, but then the first guy who got stabbed with the potato peeler is still alive. And, of course, Mm -hmm. the father shoots him because if a guy says, I don't use guns anymore, he will have to shoot Mm -hmm. someone with a gun by the end of the movie. That, we have all seen Die Hard. Yeah, it's just the rule. Yeah, that's why I'm just going. It's like, well, I'm sorry. We, we're looking at the book here. That is the rule. So you have to have that happen. But that's the thing we're talking about when we're saying this is better than most action show movies. You're going like, it's rote. It's cliched. But it is going like point A to point B of a story. This is that. Right. This is There is up. a setup and there is a payoff. So The Rock goes now to the old mill where he finds the crystal meth factory and neil mcdonough mm-hmm. is just there by himself apparently yeah waiting for him i guess because he's out of henchmen now i guess i guess yeah i guess all like what he had like six guys or seven guys six they're guys like... and also the police force I, yeah I suppose. yeah well yeah you're yeah. right yeah because he has those guys but the police force got killed because it was the yeah. old, I love it's the old police force that just shows up. But the, yes. They're like, well, all right, we'll just, we don't need to hire new people. We'll just use yeah. these guys. Um, yeah, we'll still, I mean, they still need a job, John. You know, they have families <laughs> to feed. All right? So best case, had this all worked out, they would have killed the rock and then just, he would have, this guy would have been the sheriff again. And they would have just been like, I think so. too bad. Deal with it, town. He fell on that bullet. He I just, fell I just, straight on that bullet. Like, I understand money can buy power and stuff, but when literally every single member of a town is against you, it does feel like that's pretty hard to rule over it with an iron fist then. like Right, and that's also not fully addressing how detrimental money can be for swaying the town, yeah. like the general populace's opinion with, the- like, propaganda a, a better like movie that. that would have needed a longer runtime and been more serious there would have been mm-hmm. business owners in town who are like this town was terrible before neil mcdonough came here he's done good for mm-hmm. us damn it but instead exactly. everyone fucking loves the rock like and the better movie would have actually had the election and it would have been like mm-hmm. close instead it's just like nope we've all just been we've, <laughs> we've just been waiting for a hero to come along and save us and now he's done it Yes, the obviously the more heroic to do is to be is to do the right thing even when everybody else doesn't want you to <laughs> yeah. do it. Cuz uh, well that's but the thing if that you're got... literally being cheered on by the whole town. I was gonna it say, does feel inherently less heroic. That's kind of the thing that got me is not necessarily that he's so perfect in his morals, but that he gets almost no pushback from anyone except for nope, at no the point. six corrupt guys. Like, 
Yes. You see, yes. And, and so that further adds to because even uh, the Danny when she just talks about she goes yeah because earlier she's going what choice do I have I have to strip in his casino then later almost nothing has changed but she's just like yeah I don't do that anymore I finally quit and you're like wait a minute <laughs> but earlier you said you had no other option okay all right all right all right so movie. She, yeah so now she's unemployed I guess I like so also it's like doing. I want to get with you rock also I need a place to live <laughs> So yeah, and can I sell uh, mushrooms out of your apartment? Is that okay? No, or, or out of because, your family's home? Because he's against drugs. Oh right. <laughs> no, but the Rock is really into uh, psilocybin mushrooms. That's the one thing that he's super into. What is he into? He's not into that, but he's into. He does have like a line of energy drinks, but they're all like supernatural. You know. And I think he's into he's he's I think he's got a tequila or a whiskey company too. That makes sense. Top yeah, shelf, highline. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Oh yeah, I think is it called On the Rocks? It should be. <laughs> they've all got one of those. Ryan Reynolds has got a gin company, and you know. Yes, yes, they know about yeah, that. Yeah, they've all they've all got one of those. Uh, of uh, uh, anytime Dan Aykroyd plugs his vodka and he's always talking about it's the clearest scientifically engineered cleanest best tasting vodka I've got the and he's always like I've got the receipts I can show you the numbers that prove this is the best vodka <laughs> I'm just like fuck it. I love that Dan Aykroyd would get into the liquor business but he's still like a fucking nerd about it you know yeah we've run oh, through yeah. a unique scientific process that is you know you're like I love it man <laughs> uh, it is it is like objectively the best vodka uh, yes so yeah uh, gotta love a movie with a trap door. The fact that he mm-hmm. has lured the rock onto a trap door is pretty great. Classic. I will say, yes. a little disappointed there wasn't more action involving lumber equipment. The trap door? Oh, yes. Like, because yes. they set up all these blades and stuff. Because uh, mm-hmm. the rock is hanging there above the trap door. And then both he and Neil McDonough will go down this chute onto a conveyor belt. I assume there would just be a bunch of spinning blades below the rock. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, instead they go into this, but and then... they end up outside. I will say, this fight is kind of disappointing. It's interesting. It's the final yeah. fight between him and the bad guy, and it's kind of the weakest one in the movie. Yeah. It's fine, because Neil McDonough gets fine. an axe, and the rock has a tree, you know, a big tree branch. <laughs> He loves his sticks. Yeah. You know, he's every child who goes on a camping trip and, is, and finds a good stick. <laughs> I can't believe Neil McDonough lives through this movie. <laughs> I am shocked. Weren't you shocked that he didn't kill him? Yes. Yes. But again, The Rock is, he's hes such a good guy. He is. Uh, it's Chris Vaughn just... is such a good guy. But it did seem like what I was waiting for is for him to arrest him, and then he like pulls a secret gun, and Chris Vaughn has to kill him or something like that, you know? Yes, yes. That's but I, true. I just can't believe this. I believe Chris Vaughn wouldn't kill him. I can't believe this movie didn't kill him. That's true. Yeah, so, yeah. No, I'm shocked. He's arrested. Set up for a sequel. <laughs> the return of what's his name? Who cares? It's something name, Hamilton. His name is Jay Hamilton. Walking mm. Tall Two: The Return of Hamilton. <laughs> Mm-hmm. People were like, "Oh, was that the name of the bad guy?" <laughs> it's like uh, you're talking about you're talking about the Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> no? This time no? he's okay. really not throwing away his shot. Uh, 
it's like the one of the Darkman sequels is called Darkman: The Return of Drake, and you're like, oh, I guess that was the bad guy's name in the first movie, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, okay. He's <laughs> just like, oh no, not Drake. It's not like you know, it doesn't that doesn't have the same impact of the wrath of Khan, you know, like sort of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, exactly. Uh, the return of Drake is is not is not really you're like, that and, and 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 real quick, remind me again who was Drake? Uh <laughs> no, who was Drake uh, yeah. other than the <laughs> yeah. yeah, uh so I do love this. They uh he you know, he beats him up. Uh, uh-huh. You do get Neil McDonough spitting blood into the rock's face, which is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, classic. And then he knocks him unconscious and goes to black. And I thought for a second, I'm like, Jesus, is that just the end? Uh, but no, we have to cut to they've closed down the casino, which yes. is good. But also based on everything the movie has told me is also the economic There's ruin the- of this town. It was the only source of income available in this town. Like, so. maybe somebody could have bought the casino. Maybe Johnny Knoxville could have been running it fairly. Well, they also showed that the mill is back in operation in the last year. <laughs> Which I just, I don't understand. Like, so it closed for literally no reason. They, uh, they, I mean, they, other they than... basically say he bought the mill and closed it just so it would be closed. Yes. But it's like, uh, well, that is where he's his drug lab. Right. But it's just uh, sort of like, I don't understand. Where does Hamilton get his money to do this? He would need. I don't know. Yeah, that Because that's the thing that gets me is like, he's making objectively bad business decisions. <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> and, and it never does explain where he gets that money because he no. is from the t- small town. Right. But for, but for some reason, he's super rich now. Yeah, uh, and, and, and it's completely unexplained. And then the movie ends with feeling all right. <laughs> it's, just like, wow. it's just like, well, crime has been ended in this town. And and it ends with the, the camera pulling away as you hear them talk about getting a burger or something. Something like that, yeah. 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 All right. Honestly, this movie has an ending. It does have That's an ending. Nice. It, it is, it's very neatly wrapped up, but it is... An ending, Again, as opposed to the marine, just which just stopped. But yeah, yeah compared the to just the, stops. The, compared to the two movies, yeah, this is way better yeah. than the marine. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but still, is like I said, this is a masterpiece of WWE standards. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, listen, there's a, there, this this has it this this uh this does have its fans certainly. So uh, you know, oh, I I, 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 I do. Uh, 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 let's see here. Uh, I th- this this review is not as weird as some, but it's the enthusiasm mm-hmm. of it that I really want to focus on. So this review okay. comes to us from uh, IMDb user Conan's wife. I have to imagine Conan's that is wife. Conan O'Brien's real wife. Yeah, Liza Powell. I yeah, believe. I think Liza that. Yeah, yeah, I believe that's probably who wrote this. Uh, and the okay. review is titled. That's what I'm envisioning. The re- review is titled. Holy crap! That's mm-hmm. all caps exclamation point. I'm Great. not going to take up space critiquing every single thing in this movie. All I'm going to mm-hmm. say is, if you don't like people getting beat to all hell with two by fours and guns <laughs> blazing and things getting shot up, don't see this movie. I, for one, enjoyed it immensely and will be first in line to purchase it once on DVD! Three exclamation points. Mm. Mm. I have watched Dwayne Johnson, 
parentheses, The Rock's career for about five or six years now. And I can say 100% that his acting gets better with every film. Johnny Knoxville as a cop? Classic! Once again, all caps, four exclamation points. He has a good future in movies. The movie as a whole is one kick-ass ride no matter how long it is. It is a massive adrenaline rush from the first punch to the last smile. I hope you enjoy this movie as much as I did. 10 out of 10 stars. Wow. Wow, that's uh, that's great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Liza. We really yeah. appreciate you I, writing that review. I didn't know she was such a fan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. I mean, we fully agree. 100%. Yeah, man, it is. It's, it's great. Um, oh, before we do this, do we have a favorite kill in this movie? I enjoy this movie, but were there any actually good, uh, like good kills in it? Not that I can no think of. No, because mm. people just cut, like nobody dies in gruesome ways. No, because uh, it it just it can't, you know. They can't really. Yeah, most people just kind of get shot. So yeah, I don't I don't think so. Uh, I really don't think. No, a no. Uh, and then I, I do feel like one liner wise, uh, it's just that one Johnny Knoxville aside. That's I think worth, so. Yeah, yeah. Like the ta- the tail lights, they're broken. Or mm-hmm. oh, the bad guy when he puts a gun to Johnny Knoxville's head says "Morning, honey." And then Oof. before the rock punches out, Neil McDonough says, this is my town. So I think the only thing is yeah. that Johnny Knoxville line, which I, which once again is this place is nothing but fake boobs and real assholes. Pretty yeah. good. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. All right. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, now uh, I'm, I'm also, I'm once again bummed that Bruce didn't see this movie, but what I do have is a review of the 1973 walking tall from our favorite amazon.com reviewer and it's time once again for the winning opinion uh so here's bruce's review of the original 1973 walking tall starring joe don baker uh here uh, his review is titled a combination of beautiful and horrible uh 178.5.1. 178.5.1. So there he starts with aspect ratio and sound, right? That's the beautiful. That is just the way I like it. But this is a 1973 movie. I like that there was plenty of shooting and punching and kicking. I like the cars from this era. I did guess who Mike was played by. I do appreciate the recommendation and email from Amazon Prime. Five out of five stars. <laughs> Wait, why is that in a review? Why is... <laughs> I, I'm just curious. I'm going to what? it now because I, <laughs> I. I just want to see who. Oh, uh, Mike is played by uh, '70s teen idol Leif Garrett. I guess that's okay. So, so Bruce knows who Leif Garrett is. Yeah. The the the, the tapestry is coming together, John. <laughs> where the picture well, and, is starting has, to come into the, focus. It's not new information that he loves old cars. That's come up before that's that he true. loves classic yes. cars, like from that era. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's uh, that, that's his review of 1973. It's both beautiful and horrible. Mm. 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 Haunting mm. makes yeah. you makes you think. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, well, we did speculate, and we did say there are sequels to this movie, 
But Lisman, yeah. uh, not ones that featured the character of Chris Vaughn. And I got to say, I need more Chris Vaughn in my life. So let's say so. we fire up our handy-dandy movie title generator and come up with a new adventure for Chris Vaughn and his friends. Mm. Uh, so this, yeah, okay, here we go. This is uh, Walking Tall 2. <laughs> Good luck here. Uh, Hunters of Reality. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! Seems things might be wow. taking a science fiction turn. In, Seems uh, like it, yeah. Okay. Or okay. has the or let me say this: has the drug problem gotten so bad that there's too many people tripping balls, so they no longer know what reality is? Ooh, or the whole town gets drugged like Ooh. simultaneously. Okay, this is the return of Hamilton. He drugs yes. the town's water supply. Yes, one hundred percent. That's what it is. He, he does gets... the thing that the the cult in uh, in Oregon did, yeah. or attempted to do, yeah, or what kind uh, of what the Scarecrow does in uh, Batman Begins. Like yes, he gets, he gets yes. everybody super high, and so mm -hmm. that leads to, except for of course Dwayne Johnson, who's only drinking bottled water that can be sponsored by whatever company WWE wants to get involved yeah, in. Yeah, I don't I don't know if Miller sells bottled water, but if they do, that is what he is yeah, drinking. Whatever parent company of Miller that makes water, they can, you know. <laughs> Does Anheuser Busch have a like <laughs> or I mean their beer's basically water, so yeah, why not? Well no wait, that's what it is. It's not even he's drinking bottled water. He's just drinking M G D so he doesn't Oh yeah. When it happens, so yeah. <laughs> So that also means, okay, that means we also have to introduce a scientist character who's making something to counteract mm. the drugs, right? Because mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. the, the Rock and the scientist will be the titular hunters of reality. Yes, of course. Of they're, course. they're looking for the reality uh, and, and the madness. And Johnny Knoxville's character is really going to take a dark turn because he's been off drugs for a long time. And he's, this he's successfully stayed off drugs on his own, but now they've been forced back into his system. Mm -hmm, oh mm -hmm. my yeah, god so real so, real dark turn for for him <laughs> i think uh, i think potential oscar material for him battling the the i think so what's inside him uh <laughs> i think so yeah yeah definitely be, who should play the scientist character that's a good question well you, there's one of two ways do we keep denny as his love mm. interest or do we make it a hot scientist who we can fall in love with Ooh, ooh. let's go with the second off yeah and in that case, yeah. I think in the interim, having learned her lesson, Kobe Smolders has gone to university. <laughs> <laughs> the exotic beauty the exo is back. <laughs> Dr. Exotic Beauty. Uh, <laughs> 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 and she now works with the CDC or whatever, you know, uh, the, or the DOH, uh, right? The, the yeah. Yeah. Or the, maybe the W. She's with, she's with who? The World Health Organization. Uh, yes there you go uh, yes. uh and she also because she once dated hamilton is also able to help the rock figure out where he's holed up and he is oh should he be back in the mill i don't know if it's like or or if there's some new mm. some new place there's got to be a new location it's got to be yeah. some kind of spark at the, at the reservoir right that's where it is he's holed up in the reservoir uh mm -hmm. uh and uh the, oh. the final confrontations on the water tower right like right yeah 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 because because yeah. hamilton will, <laughs> hamilton will fall to his death 
in the water, but then in a post credit scene, we'll see his hand rise up out of the water to set up Walking <laughs> course, Tall yes. 3, the return of yeah. the return of Hamilton. <laughs> of course, yes, the re-return of Hamilton. <laughs> there you go, folks. That's Walking Tall, Hunters of Reality. Uh, look for that in a red box near you. Uh, all right, Listman, next week on the show, uh, we're going to switch things up a little bit. Uh, we have a new yeah. wrestler coming in once again. This is coming to us from, uh, uh, this is now Lionsgate, and this is our mm-hmm. first R-rated WWE movie. This, things are going to get a little bit oh. grittier next week when we Ooh. watch The Condemned. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. This time, brother, we've got Stone Cold Steve Austin as the lead of this picture. That's right. That's right. And where did he learn how to fight? From Fatten. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we've got, we, but also returning, we have Manu Bennett, who was the main henchman in the Marine. He's back. Okay. Uh, we, we also get, oh, have we had him on the show? We had to have talked about this guy. Not a WWE wrestler, but an action show favorite. Vinny Jones is here. That's right. He has, he has been on the podcast. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember which movie it was. Vinny Jones is back. A name above title, it's Steve Austin Vinnie Jones, The Condemned. Uh, here, Here is, would you like the tagline? This one's pretty good. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Ten people will fight. Nine people will die. You get to watch The Condemned. That's pretty, that's pretty good. That's pretty, that's pretty good. good. That's pretty good. I will say this is a classic uh, action shelf setup of a bunch of convicted criminals on an island forced to kill each other. Now I will say, and I want to be, this is upfront warning, and it's only because it's WWE, it's this plot, but this is breaking a action shelf rule about runtime. Hour 53. This one pushes, this one pushes almost two hours. But it, it's a movie about an island full of killers starring Steve Austin. It's it's I just I just hope this one. We, 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 we got. Yeah, we got to do it. We got, it is sort of like I couldn't this. We had to do this one. But uh, yeah, I'm yeah. a little concerned about nearly two hours of any WWE movie. So, yeah, yeah, um, we've loved these two movies being an hour yeah. and a half. Or right, so, but here yeah. I, I, I'll say this: I'm going to choose to look at this as this is WWE's epic. <laughs> <laughs> they only have the best of the best in this yeah. movie. For, That's why they got from, Stone Cold from Fatten. We're going to see some of those fighting skills on display again. I will say, uh, just wait. just in the promotional art, uh, there is a scene of him dual wielding MP5 machine guns. So um, that sounds real. That sounds yeah. pretty great. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I am curious about this. This is a movie I've always known of, but never seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, this once mm-hmm. again, this did come out in theaters, which is insane to think a movie with Stone Cold Steve Austin as the lead came out in theaters. But yeah, that is that is shocking. There you yeah. go. So uh, we'll talk about that next week on the show. But until then, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Action Shelf. I'm John Campbell. I'm Michael Lisman. Till next week, get yourself some action. The Action Shelf. Action Show